Welcome to episode 46 of Not Politically Correct. What is going down? It's the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I got You know I got depression. A.k.a. You just got depressed. A.k.a. A.k.a. Mexican Raiden. A.k.a. E. You can find me on Twitter. It's C-Nova. K-P-Z. McCoy. No depression. None. What I got in play is on. Dude actually found the song. It's your boy, Real McCoy, aka Mr. What It Do, aka Young Flash, God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Doped Up Danny, aka Smooth Job Johnny, aka Hallway Jones, because your bitch might make me a ringtone! And your ringtone might make you a bitch! Exactly, you a fuck Your ringtone might got you a bitch. Um, You can find me on Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel, and as always, you can find me on Twitter. Niggers, listen, you can find me on Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel. And you can find me on a. Guess we're not gonna be on YouTube. And you can find me in Saint. No, you Why? can find me on, not on Twitter with McCoy KPG. Why not? Language barriers, homie. Well, just get, there's no explicit. You have you to walk in for stuff. You can cut the word out. You can cut the word out. You're good at this. You're the engineer, Doctor Dre. Chill. Also, there's different <laughs> context if you actually say it like as a what is it? Doctor Dre talking about. No, I guess because he wasn't. Well, shit, we ain't gonna be on YouTube for a lot of shit because we be saying some out of order shit. Dr. Drayton. You, you have to log Drayton. in to, use, to look at more explicitly. Cody, so aka Brody, aka Ghost, <laughs> aka Nickname Nathaniel, aka Lies. Embellishing Emily, aka Caucasian Katsaltown, aka Nava Jojo, aka Banjojo, aka Hank Hill. Because, bad, damn it, Bobby, a.k.a. Uh, no longer Popcorn Paul, a.k.a. <laughs> Steve Sachs. <laughs> CD recording everything. A.k.a. Skinny Paul Blart. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing a hat right now, uncoincidentally. I'm slightly, I didn't know, but I guess I was capping. Ah, uh, that's enough. It's CD re- record on everything except for Cash App. Russ, the barman. Cash up is different. Batman. Russ the Batman. <laughs> Where is she? No. Um, Russ the Barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. School Works Q, a.k.a. Depression. Universal, <laughs> a.k.a. Gentleman R, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. Depression. A.k.a. Quiet Storm. Depression. Why didn't I think it? Because you're not... Smart. <laughs> um, no. And well, you, can find, me, you can find me on Twitter and Snapchat. The chattiest of snaps. The chattiest of snaps. <laughs> Snapchattiest. At, at X-rated ECK is the underscore And on Instagram at Candid Community, C-A-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. Speaking of Snapchattiest, my mom is getting smacked. Speak up. Okay. I like to smack your mom. Like, context, please. Context, please. With my cot. Nah. No, I'm joking. So. My mom listens to this. Oh, she does. <laughs> so, mention. <clears throat> this is a 92 Honda. We have a Facebook group called Not Politically Correct Podcast. That is enough. <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. You can find us. Not can, here. Hate okay. to smack it. Do I? Um, so, Facebook group is Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can like our page at NPC Podcast. 
You can actually follow us on Twitter at not PC Podcast. <laughs> you are such a cunt. And Snapchat. iTunes Podcast app. Uh Sprekenzy Deutsch. Uh Google Play. Spreaker. Uh, is it so hard to say shit. Spreaker? It's a speaker with an R in there. So it's a like monitor. The R is in St. Louis. <laughs> exactly. You can find us. Just search us at not politically correct podcast. Y'all see how hard it is to get through the fucking intros? We ain't shit. Do I we have it. Twitter? I hate it here. We have a Twitter? I said that. What's our location on Twitter? Our location? Well, St. Louis. Also, we're cool. That's why. That's also we're cool. How did the, I can't wait till music. How did the Halloween costume thing go last week, McCoy? First. You said you were going to smoke everybody. Did you win? You won, right? Okay, that's... Stop. You don't cap Charles... Wait, Charlie. Shut up, Whitey. Listen. No cap Charles. <laughs> no cap Charles. Uh, wait, is this too close? Like, it's my levels because mm-hmm. I don't want it to come in too much. And, like, I, I feel like I'm clipping at times when I get loud because y'all know I like to smack and do shit like this. No, you're good, huh? You're good. For right now, you're good. You know, I like to smack. As long as you don't take the Yeah, yeah, time, huh? Good. Pack in the mail! Like that, yeah. Wait, don't do that. All right, all right, man. Y'all know, like, Eminem be doing. You're worried about me. Now you're real, McCoy. No. All right, no. Nah, um, no, the Halloween. The Halloween. Shindig was cool. I did not even enter the contest because it was motherfuckers there. Way better just than I was. So it's Dude, cool. Camille. <laughs> Camille was Prince, bro. She looked fucking like cold. Fucking no, 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 no. Fuck all that. Shout out uh, Louise from um, Most Known Unknown. That nigga was Bob from Marketing from Martin. <laughs> and was spot the fuck on. He won. That nigga. I don't know how he did clowned. that. Clowned. Motherfucking clown! Who, who actually won? Did he win? He won. Oh, him and Camille, won. right? It was him and Camille. Won? I don't think him and Camille. Camille do. I don't think I, we left before they actually voted. Mm. But it all came out that he won, and Camille, him and Camille should have been tied. Camille snapped. They had some cold ass costumes in there, man. People from like the Purge, mm. all types of shit. Hell, man, it was it was <laughs> some good shit. It was some good shit. And what, bitches was twer- what bitches did you was come twerking. in a, a bitches was jersey twerking. or something like that? You're like. <laughs> I'm Giannis. <laughs> what, what did you do that you were just so uninspired into the contest? What did you wear? What did you come as? First of all, I'd like to say this. T.S. is a bitch. <laughs> a fucking bitch. T.S. is just a very horrible cunt. Did you come as like a, a male cheerleader? Yeah, I came yeah. as. We, we were. Uh, from Bring It On, right? Bring It On, yeah. 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 So, Baby, cross your legs. I, I was going to hear T.S. <laughs> I was going to get the Bring It On actual, the actual shirt. But I had a shirt that was just like it, mm. without the rent, you know, Rancho Carne Toro, without the like R C H high school shit on there. Oh, so, yeah. So, <clears throat> but they. I guess that makes sense. He looked Lassie like the, made sense. You just looked like he matched her. Yeah, I was. The, I was the male. Yeah, we were. I'm wearing red. As Have well. you ever seen Bring It <laughs> yeah, On? It's like, no, I'm it was, wearing red as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like. Like Lassie came as a character from Bring It On. Lassie came as a character from Bring It On. He was just a bad guy. Ah, this is funny. Oh, I'm funny. I hate it. funny. I get it. You thought you were gonna win with a red shirt? I definitely. We were supposed to get like letters and shit. It didn't happen, but it's cool. I'm a Power Ranger with no money. Look, I'm a challenge flag. <laughs> so, no, I, no, honestly. Me now, I'm Red Gatorade. <laughs> I'm the start of the period. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm the Kool-Aid man that lost weight. Nah. I'm the thing in the middle of the Japanese flag. I'm my glasses off to cry. 
I don't don't have best don't have best friends because they're cunts. Best friends are pussies. I'm a logic bar. I'm the color of the day. Wow, Russell, this is how you got it. Okay, I feel it. No, you know, but but here's the thing though. I got there and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not winning anything. But yeah, what I realized, what I realized was that we have We're our next five years, we have our next five years of costumes in a, in a, in a, um, Apple Note right now. We have a, we have a first choice and a second choice for the next five years. Talk about a five year plan on you, bitch. Uh, look, I'm clipping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crayola Carl. <laughs> That's actually a good one. That's, actually a, good <laughs> That's a good one, Crayola Carl. That's a good one. Huzzah! <laughs> Zing! I'm the Ghostbusters. Nah, but no, nah, seriously. Seriously, the event was cool. It was very smooth. I'm a stop sign. I'm rear brake lights. Bitches was twerking. <laughs> Alright, I'm like that. Russell's a bitch. I wore a red Russell's shirt. A <laughs> Russell's a bitch. I'm power on. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sports. <laughs> I'm a Houston Ricket looking at. <laughs> I'm a hot rocket. Hot rocket. Yum. Dumb. Right, dumb. He was definitely the red Teletubby. He, oh damn. Oh. oh I'm I'm you. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm Poe. <laughs> Edgar Allen. No, Edgar Allen. <laughs> Vince <laughs> Price. Look, I'm white people when they're upset. <laughs> I'm blush. <laughs> I'm lipstick. Head out of this. Oh, <laughs> so now, since my entire I'm pocket, baboon's ass. <laughs> I'm mouth insides. <laughs> I'm like speaking backwards. <laughs> Ikafra. Mouth inside. Who said that? <laughs> I'm feet on fire. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad commercial. Oh, shit. I'm an STD. <laughs> Damn, dog. I'm Stop a to oh. I'm a used tampon. Oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, man. So that was I, my I, I, I really blue. don't understand how you didn't win with all those costumes in one. <laughs> Me either. I'm trying to figure it out. But no, shout out to... <laughs> shout out to everybody who actually showed up, came through. Because of course my pod didn't come through because it's just me. Shout out to everybody who actually showed up, came through. No, the event was dope. It was cool. Um, I'm Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, bitch. Damn, we done. We done. <laughs> sports. Fucking sports. I'm red. <laughs> and join me later on YouTube I'll be, or Facebook Live. I'll be hanging myself. I was angry, but now I'm depressed. Because <laughs> I got the. I was in my balls and some thousand dollars. Shout out to Zach Fox. Sports. So, the Packers. <laughs> Look at mm. me, Uncle D. I'm wearing red, too. I'm like you. Yes. Speaking of red, the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, played the Packers in Kansas City, and and they lost. Motherfucking what? Clipping, just like your costume. <laughs> we are, are now <laughs> seven and one. Yeah, seven and one, we beat them thirty-one to twenty-four, and it was actually close. Did any of y'all watch the game? No, but I heard it was just like usual. Okay, um, so <laughs> don't name? act like you know sports. Today you know sports. More than y- y'all guys never watch the games. More than who? Y'all then ever go watch the games? Is 
Okay. All right. We ain't doing that. We're not All right. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> remember he got injured? He was the quarterback. Who? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. His dad was a baseball player. I know that. Did you know that? No. <laughs> Fucking A, Cody. What the fuck, man? Was it Barry Sanders? Robinson? <laughs> Jack. It Griffey. was Patrick Mahone. Mahomes. Mahone. 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 Griffey Jr. No, it was Patrick Mahomes. His dad would play for... Cincinnati. No, no, no. It was a, it was a team Reds. With a blue, team with a blue jersey. St. Louis. T. Bay. <coughs> Bay. I think it was Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. Mm, fun fact. Well, thank you. Redbox. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a good one. Top. Of, okay. That um, was good. So they got Matt Moore, who used to play back in the day, and he was actually what was it? Who? <laughs> Okay, you won. You won. He got it. Tia's got it. What did he say? He knew he got it. was hot flamings. <laughs> Can you say flaming hot ghetto ass nigga? Damn, why you got to say hot flamings? I don't know, dog. That's that 40 foot. That's that 40 Why can't you be a cheerleader? Okay, so. Right. Matt Moore played for I the Chiefs head coach. Fucks. Matt Moore played for uh, the head coach. Was it Holmgren? No, what's his name? The other fat guy with the mustache. So he played Smack for him German? in the back in the day. No, not he. Would, okay. Um, Herb Cole. You. Randy Newman. He dressed Chris in red. Farley. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Um, so he called him up and he's like, "Hey, you know, we just they they said they talked on the phone for a little bit and then uh, he's like, hey, you know, you could be a sports commentator your whole life or something like if that's what you want to do in the future or what, but." We got a chance where you could actually play in one more night or something. So he got he played for the Chiefs one last time, unless he's going to play next week. Because they did say Patrick Mahomes, I think, is going to be out at least probably three weeks. Um, Matt Moore actually didn't do bad. Uh, he was 24 for 36, 267 yards, and two touchdowns. And he still lost? Well, it was a close game. I feel like we... This is another, like, second or third game this season for us that we won, like, by Just scrape. Barely. Yeah, exactly. Because we had, uh, again, there was, like, a minute something left, and we had to uh, kill the clock just to win 31-24. to 24. So they could have got a touchdown or something like that. But Aaron Rodgers, 23 uh, for 33, 305 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, if you guys remember me talking about Mr. Uh, Aaron Jones. We don't. Because you don't listen to our podcast. Uh, so Aaron Jones, he had 50... Sorry, let me see. He had letter rushing yards for 13 carries and 67 yards. And also led our receiving yards, 7 receptions for 159 yards and 2 touchdowns. Um, and he actually... So let's see. what uh, Weeks... So th- that was week 5. So in week... Sorry, that was week eight. Week five, Aaron Jones was NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, week six was Kyle Murray. He's a rookie, I think, for the Cardinals. Week seven was Aaron Jones, and week eight was Aaron Jones again. Aaron Rodgers, what? I'm sorry, I just heard Russell in my head saying, I'm inside mouth or something like that. <laughs> mouth insides? Yeah, I'm mouth insides. Sorry. You got distracted. Okay, well, yeah, shout out the... Packers and Aaron Jones and stuff. Good job. Glad we're all on that. 
Dude, what, what's your guys' favorite sport? I'm just going to put my... What's your favorite sport? Actually, football. <laughs> Glad we had that commentary <laughs> while we were doing the football part. Uh, <laughs> I don't... Cricket? Was it cricket? Do you like cricket? I tried cricket. watching. <laughs> actually, TS actually likes sushi chopping. That seems like to be the greatest art for him. Honestly, my favorite sport is fishing. Here we go, and here we fucking go. I almost screenshotted a fishing thing too, and I didn't, because I'm like, who cares about? That's not even a fucking sport. Here. It is it though. Is. It is. Oh, here we go. It's right. actually one of the most deadly sports. One of the most deadly sports. I mean, catching fish. Yeah, that and crabbing. What about football? There's post mortem. There's post Malone. Yeah, no, there are people literally dying. Concussing. Dying. Yeah. Fishing. Yeah. Well, I ain't talking about trying to catch whales and dolphins. There's something. middle schoolers playing football yeah, dying. So, what's your favorite Wait, sport? What? My favorite sport is basketball. Okay, cool. So speaking of basketball, <clears throat> look at those transitions. <laughs> it's the no same sign? segment, but <laughs> not transsexuals, transitions. Guys. I was meant from fall to winter, but all right. <laughs> this is going to be like. I meant from gay to man <clears throat> to gay woman. To wearing red. Um. So <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny, he's so funny. He's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, he was a solo cup. Okay, so Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dog was red stripe. <laughs> red candle. Yankee candle. Oh, man. <laughs> Wednesday night <laughs> was a... <laughs> Wednesday if you night. Haven't, if you haven't heard, I wore red for Halloween because... They know how to certainly. He was bloodshot. It's only funny because before you left, you were saying how you were going to win and yeah. you're going to take the competition and everything, and you just showed up in a red shirt. <laughs> oh man, TS, thank you for reminding people who don't listen. And well, then no on Facebook, he's like, "I'm going to get you next year, though. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> next year I'm wearing blue. <laughs> Nobody will ever see it. Make sure I be a crip and shit. No, I got it. Blue in a wheelchair." <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I was definitely salty. I was like, okay, all right. How? I, He's like, that, oh, you guys are dressed up. You're salty, dog. You showed up with some regular ass pants and a red shirt. It's, how were you it salty? Was very, how very, lazy do you think everybody else? Was I wore that be? to work very. on Tuesday. No. It was very. <laughs> if you actually, if you actually watch Bring It On, fucking bitch. It's very similar to what was on Bring It On. It's actually identical to what was on Bring It On. Including his his wig. McCoy, who are you? I was a background character in Bring It On. (laughs) What? I walked past the camera one time. I love the support of my pod, even though they won't come to the events with me. Dance guy number three. (laughs) Guess what? If we all come next year, we can all be Ninja Turtles. Or Power Rangers. Are you going to be the red one, Raphael? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. Three of us are going to be Ninja Turtles. He's just going to wear a green shirt. I'm participating. <laughs> okay, that was episode 46. <laughs> the red shirt episode. That's definitely what it's going to be called. <laughs> Wait, that's a term in sports, right? Red shirt? Yeah. No, red yeah. card. That's, that's actually no, a red shirt too. Red shirt. Red shirt. Oh, that's actually a term in racism. Or in soccer racism. or Pedophile. That's black card. Pedophile shit where you red shirt somebody before they, be turn, before they turn 18. You redshirt them, you kind of prep them so that you can fuck them when they're 18. That's what Tiger did with Kali. That was your Halloween costume? Damn, that's fucked up. Oh, you, okay, that's man. Why, uh, you're wearing a red shirt? Yeah, yeah, you were wearing a red shirt. Why would you bring that up? Yeah. I'm saying that that's was a the term. You, you talking about the term? He's like, I ain't no shit. No. Isn't no, Alexa like what do you have? 20 that's years younger than you? Three. 
And I need you to stop. <laughs> you chinky eyed bitch. I need you to stop. So Wednesday night <laughs> was a crazy night in sports. I'm on a horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, spice, never mind. <laughs> so, the, the first of all, the Washingtons beat the Houston Astros. Wowza. That's the first time that the Washington organization has won an MLB. So, yeah, they no, was turnt. No caps. Hats off to them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No caps. No, got it. See what you did there. You're I do today. too. Thanks, because I'm not wearing red. Um, the other thing. <laughs> What else happened? Um, I damn near want to wait. wear a red shirt tonight and be like, look, I'm winning. <laughs> Let's see what else. Um, Stephen Curry was playing a game Wednesday night, and he landed on his left hand, and it broke. Oh, shit. Wait, really? The Warriors shit. broke their left hand. <laughs> so he just had surgery on it, and he's not expected to make a comeback until for three months. Damn. Like, okay, Whoa, wait. Because you're not, like, right-handed or anything like that. Wait a minute. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Steph Curry is gone for three months? Three months. And then, guess what? They're already, like, losing really bad. So, I would like to let y'all know. The, the Warriors dynasty are is, not yeah, making it this the season. Di- the, the Warriors are not going to the finals again. It's cool. It's cool. You feel that? They might even make it to the playoffs. If, Th- if Steph Curry is gone for three months, the Warriors half the season. The Warriors' last six games, uh, June 10th, Kevin Durant. Ruptures his Achilles. June 13th, Clay Thompson tears his ACL. Warriors uh, lose the finals. Uh, October 24th, 19-point loss to the Clippers in home opener. October 27th, 28-point loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they don't even have uh, Westbrook. Um, They won the 28th, but then October 30th, Steph breaks his hand. Yeah. That's fucked up for them. Yeah. They, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting season. Seeing how the NBA plays out with the how the Warriors are gonna handle this. I have a question. Yeah, how do you feel about the Bucks so far? I'm worried. So I went to the game. Was it Monday night? Um, and shout out to Stephen, my brother-in-law. He took me and uh, I followed him on Twitter. I don't. Know do you do? I just did this morning because you're. I said something about Drake. You said fuck Drake, and I said this gift she posted. It. Your sister posted yeah. a gift. And I, what the fuck is up with that, Caitlin? You don't listen to this pod, but what the hell? I don't know whose side. Your you're sister on. and her husband got followed, so follow back because I will but unfollow in forty hours. Was she going against me? Or was yeah, she, she was. I knew that. Mm, insert explicit scissors. <laughs> I was like so I'm on my phone trying to find it, like a Drake with me? a black face, you know, from the yeah, no. Pusha T. Oh, that dick. Drake, not Caitlyn, but come on now. But anyways, the other thing that happened Wednesday night was the Sixers played the Minnesota Timberwolves, and a fight broke out. I saw that. Man. Joel Embiid has got a... Jo- so they they took the, what was it, I think Timberwolves? Yep. No, the Sixers, they took it to the other side, but then they looked back, and Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Thomas... Towns, sorry, Carl Anthony Towns, Towns yeah. which K-A-T, so they call him Cat, so I'm just going to do that from now on, not Cat Williams, don't start. So, they were going at it, <laughs> I know he would have gotten me, so they were going <laughs> at it, 
And they started fighting and like fighting, fighting. Like, is this the seventies or the eighties NBA? Like, right. what the fuck? What he means by that is that you niggas in the NBA the last fifteen years have been soft as a bitch. Yes. Or they've been super the professional. Actually, actually, letting them fuck that. They've been super soft for the last twenty years because it stopped in the early two thousand. After that one fight with Indiana Pacers and uh, it was Ron Artest. I remember that shit. You know, hey, my second favorite sport is basketball. So after that fight with Ron Artest and them and uh, Indiana Pacers and shit. That they, the NBA started to get a little bit more. Is that with uh, uh, Reggie Miller? He wasn't in that fight. I don't even know if he was playing for the Pacers. Right, I'm sure. It was uh, it was Jermaine O'Neal, I think it was name. And I remember for one sure. of them niggas, one of them niggas like slid and punched the dude on the other team. They they, they was so fighting fans, a, all a, that shit. Bro. There's a video shit, of like wasn't a that NBA... Ron Artest was in there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ron Artest was definitely in that one. There's a there's video from I don't know. It was like black and white, but it was like might have been like '60s or something like that or seven. And literally one guy was fighting the opposing team. Like, he would just, next guy, next guy. Next so let me tell you something, man. In the, in the 80s, the Bad Boy Pistons, speaking of, Bad Boy Pistols team. Hey. Them motherfuckers was close. Isaiah Thompson? Yes. Them mother, well, not Isaiah was doing one. But the other niggas, them, them motherfuckers was close on the niggas. You was not getting, you weren't about to just dunk on them niggas. Them niggas was not fuck. They will push. Listen, man. Y'all soft in the NBA now. So I, this fight between Joel Embiid and Cat, uh, yo, I liked that shit. And listen, I enjoyed it. I have, I, I didn't have any animosity or anything towards Cat. I thought he was a good player. He's young. He's progressing. I feel the way about him now. Um, I saw they were getting into a scuff, and then what happens? Your man Ben Simmons, he comes rushing over, and he's like, that's my guy. <laughs> I'm joining in. And they kind of moved <clears throat> Joel Embiid to the side, like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Ben Simmons takes Cat around the neck and chokes him and says, quote, tap out, punk. Tap out. Shit. And he did. He did just that. <laughs> <laughs> he did just that. Man, I swear. Oh, yeah. I liked Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. I'm I... posting that um, link now. Yeah, it was Cat. I liked Cat. Not thinking, you grew up in Jersey. You try to pick a fight with a damn 100% African and an Australian. Which we did discuss that in Australian basketball, they kind of tackle a little bit or put, they're more physical. No, <laughs> it's not. It's basketball. Not in Australia. It, it's rugby. It's not. You're the music guy. Rasketball? <laughs> Rasketball? <laughs> but, like, why? Sway. <laughs> The holiest of man. Bugby. Yeah, Bugby. 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 Wait. Bugby, big boy. Basketball. 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 But man, why? I just. uh, So, yeah. The the interesting thing is that. Was it? Cat and Joel Embiid got suspended for like two or three games and fined. Ben Simmons, who joined into the fight to get his mask, no repercussions. I thought that was really interesting. I think he did the most in these like Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons didn't get no repercussions. I didn't watch. All I saw was Joel had dog in the motherfucking damn near headlock, bro. Like, no damn near. <laughs> damn near. They both. Actually, Joel gouged Cat's eyes Shit. with his thumb. Like, this was a fight. Like, I've been, I've been waiting. I'm peaceful. Let's love everybody. But, man, it's like you said. It's been 30 years. <laughs> Shut up, Sriracha. Because <laughs> you're red. Isn't that Sriracha? Sure. You would know, Reddy. Sriracha. <laughs> you would know, Reddy. 
Ready Player One. Sound like a black girl's name, Sarachi Henderson. Look, I'm Red <laughs> Foreman, literally. <laughs> I want to be mad, but it's funny. <laughs> Look, I'm a ginger. <laughs> oh, I was Irish for Halloween. <laughs> okay, but there was a lot of uh, Instagram conversations going on after this game that had happened, though. And it was pretty interesting. Let's see. Uh, Joel in a post-game interview said, well, first of all, I ain't no bitch. He tweeted, uh, Broad Street Bullies Pub, great team win. I was raised around lions and a cat pulled up on me tonight at Jimmy Butler. He tagged his old teammate. At Jimmy Butler, I missed being a part of the third stringers. I got his mom giving middle fingers. That's some serious real estate. Hashtag fight night. Hashtag I ain't no bitch. Who said that? Joel. Hey, it's not that smart because lions are cats. That's what he said. That's that doesn't. He, said he grew up around uh, lions and then a cat attacked him. Okay, okay, okay. You're you're right. And okay, but then cat said, "I'll bark, no bite." Raised around, ri- sorry, the all caps, no caps, all cat. Raised around lions, and then he put a bunch of emojis of hats or caps, caps for cats. Okay, and then clowns. And he said hashtag bitch talk. It's funny because he said all bark, no bite, and cats don't bark, but they do choke you. <laughs> These metaphors are inconsistent. Joel said, Joel said, responding, saying, That tough guy act ain't cutting it. You know what you are. You know what you've said, or what you've always been, a pussy. Say it louder for the people in the back. Been kicking your ass, and pretty please make the playoffs before you talk. It's a known thing that I own you at Carltown. Wow. Who won that game, game, by the way? Who do you think won the game? I want to say Orlando. Funny. The guy that didn't get choked out. Also, it was the Minnesota Twins that uh, Patrick Mahomes' father played for. And did you look it up? Yeah, I did. I actually have it just in case so I can re- recite it for the people. Minnesota Twins to Boston Red Sox to Yokohama Bay Stars. That works, whatever. It's Oklahoma. No, it's Yokohama. Yoko Ono? Pro Bono? Huh. Must be his hometown. Uh, <laughs> to New York Mets, to the Texas Rangers, Chicago Cubs, to the Pittsburgh Pirates. So the Texas Rangers and the Minnesota Twins, where I saw that blue at. But the point is, more basketball news. Um, so I think it was last night. Um, the uh, what's this? The Lakers and the Mavericks played, and that was a huge matchup because what's that? Is that the second year? Luca Don Devontage Don. The white Charles. guy, yep. Yeah. Um, and LeBron was like, that was the huge matchup. Who won? Can I get through my segment, man? We got to build it up. We can't just climax and then go to sleep right away. So, <laughs> LeBron had, sorry, uh, James, LeBron James and Doncic threw their 76, first 76 career games. LeBron had 21.1 points per game. Luca had 21.46 points per game. Uh, rebounds, LeBron, 5.5, uh, Luka, 7.9, and assists, LeBron, 7.8, Luka, 6. Um, Damn, so this is like the white LeBron? During the the actual matchup, Luka had 31 points, 13 rebounds, and 15 assists. LeBron had 39 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists. Damn. What a fucking matchup. Like yeah, I said, I think it's sure, the second sure. year. So... The Lakers end up winning in overtime. 
but it was still like wow and it was a good matchup that's what i appreciate in sports a lot it's not like this oversightedness because if you're gonna see that like it's not worth watching right but yeah that was definitely a good matchup especially for him being so young um but yeah speaking of uh blowouts last night the bucks won 123 to 89 against the magic damn who you were referencing orlando Giannis had 29 points 14 rebounds six assists we are actually going to be seeing the Bucks tonight. They're playing the Toronto Raptors. Holla. Hell yeah, I can't wait for that game. It's going to be dope. Speaking of Bucks, when they were amazing, and they still are presently, but on this day in 1996, Allen Iverson and Ray Allen, whoa, Ray Allen Iverson, okay, made their debut NBA debut against each other. Uh, this is the answer. So AI uh, led the scores with uh, 30 points, and Jesus Shuttlesworth finished with two threes, three steals, and the win. The Bucks won. I like history like that. In related news, the Ginyu Force invented the dab. <laughs> not sure how that's related to... You're not related to Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that ready? I made fun of the... Right, yeah, I get it. Okay, are we done with sports? Let me... Music! (laughs) Look at that transition. Well, in music, speaking of Joel and Kat uh, fighting each other, what's beef? Beef is when you need to get to go to sleep. Beef is something, 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 something. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be in I see you. You can find me and say, ah! No, you can't. Can't find beef there. You can find beef at Wendy's. You can find beef at East St. Louis. So, listen. Oh, Arby's. Arby's has the beef. Uh, Why am I? Why is my podcast? Podcast. Why are you like this? Can you all be more like Russell? Just be quiet? Thank you. All right. No, um, honestly, though, beef is not found at Taco Bell. Actually... Last week, somebody was saying that beef is found at Taco Bell Me. with sawdust. cardboard. Yeah, sawdust. Okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> one, of them, one of them motherfuckers in there. Yeah, it ain't beef. Right. <laughs> some shit up in there. In addition to beef, right. it's tree. It's stuff. some right. type of tree. Right. Right. Some one. paper product <laughs> in addition. Tree to runoff. <laughs> the sap. Seahawks acquired There's syrup in this meat. Look at that. Josh syrup. Gordon. That's Canadian beef. <laughs> Anywho, beef. Deontay Wilder claims he could knock out Mike Tyson in his prime. <laughs> Why did you finish this, fool? The Ginyu Force. <laughs> Who the fuck is the Ginyu you Force? You said that already. Dragon Ball what? Z. What? That's DBZ. Ah, wow. You suck. You know been, how long it's been since I actually watched Dragon Ball Z? It was a Freezer saga. Let's not tell him that Goku dies. <laughs> he what? No, look at that. <laughs> like six times, right? <sighs> Alright, so where are we at, yeah? I don't know. Russell Mr. hate. <laughs> Mr. Popo was going over music. <laughs> oh, you so fucking Asian, dude. I hate you. <laughs> wait, wait, what's his name? The, the guy with the Australian accent on the Give You Force. He's red. <laughs> what's his... Come on, Jace. Jace, yeah. <laughs> He's actually orange, but all right. Whatever. But he has to make, make fun of McCoy, though. Yeah, fuck was... McCoy, though. <laughs> He's got a red cup and vodka with the red label. 
I'm really tired of this shit. <laughs> I am extremely tired of this shit at this point. Uh, Everybody, let's have a round of applause for my podcast. Who won't leave the house, but they will make fun of me for leaving the house. Hey, I we didn't lose. <laughs> Actually, we did lose as a pod. We no. lost the music thing, so. Anywho. Beef. Listen, it's what I have with this goddamn pod! <laughs> Until they change the fucking date. On purpose and shit. Oh, yeah. No, so, so no, seriously. You can find we, us on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> you came on Friday, but we won't get paid. <laughs> Russell shit. <laughs> we picked Prince, you picked MJ. <laughs> Your lyrics just can't. <laughs> Cody's actually pretty good at this game. Cody's great at this, low key. I'm glad that we got it. TS has been teaching me how to get people. Which is not, so got it. <laughs> hey, you'll see. Pretty good. After Russell's. Uh, you gave it to him. He gave you the engineer, you gave him the gotcha. <laughs> After Russell's prosody, we'll get you good. Trust me. I don't feel comfortable you talking about my prosody. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable getting got good. Oh, so. snap. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about each other's prosody, please. Thank you. Prosody, prosody cancer and shit. Um, so, beef. A lot of times when we talk about beef, we talk about rappers. We talk about motherfuckers that like rap, but, but, having beef. And I want to know, world out there, motherfuckers that fuck with us, y'all, you did gang shit. I want to know what y'all what y'all think the greatest beef is, and this don't got to be in just rap, because apparently Cody thinks that only rappers beef. He doesn't seem to think. Did that... I say only rappers beef, or did I say rock bands do not beef? He said so. Mm. He doesn't think rock bands beef, even though because facts. I don't know. Even though <laughs> there was some pretty healthy competition oh, amongst here. rock bands, John Cena and Brock Lesnar, love that beef. When they were first coming out, because whenever be, it had to be Sushi Sam over here, Listen. you said it didn't have to be rap. I didn't say WWE. I mean, in music, what the fuck, you man? You said you, it didn't have to be. I rap. loved it when The Rock and uh, 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 Goddamn Stone Cold was beefing. That was a great uh, uh, time for my life. No, I meant in music. Well, this you didn't say that. You this is not the wrestling segment. This is the music segment. Got in the devil. Save the wrestling beef for sports. What the fuck? So T.S. Love when John Cena and motherfucker. John Cena's a rapper. Yo, John Cena, when he first came out, he would drop bars. He's a rapper. Before he would start wrestling. Also, racist bars. <laughs> that sounds really? like a dessert, though. Racist bars. It like the does. racist drink. <laughs> right. I'm, you drink racism. Here we go. Slavery. But, yeah, what did sounds you like hear on the back of a cereal box? Go on, McCoy. I'd love to hear it. Okay, so, no. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you read from that fortune cookie? How about this uh, country beef? Toby Keith. He might have. Chief Keith. No, honestly. So, <laughs> beef beef is... The term dissing and the term beef comes from rap. But, there have been a lot of people who have actually beefed. For example, Prince and Michael Jackson. Goku and Kid Boo. Uh, Prince and Michael Jackson. They really beefed. They, Michael, there was a moment... There's, and there's a video of this. Where Michael Jackson was on stage, which I believe was, with, I believe was Quincy Jones. He was on stage with Quincy Jones, and Quincy Jones was talking. And he had Quincy Jones called Prince up on stage, and they danced. They dance battle, but in his Prince Quin- dance what? Yeah, Prince and Mike were like up there, like singing and dance battling and shit. But the point That'd be is awesome. But I know that MJ would have killed that. But well, yeah. MJ and the, the crowd was cheering for MJ. They Did never you see on her. stage was it Usher and Chris Brown, and they had that dance off, and then I think it was Chris Brown lit his, lit his shoes on fire at the end. I did not see that. It's pretty tight. 
So there are definitely beats outside of rap. There have been R&B beats. There have been Dream. The Dream went against Chris Brown. When Chris Brown... Uh, so y'all remember Jay Holiday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That song. Bed. 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 Yeah. Originally, that was Chris Brown's song. Mm-hmm. The Dream wrote it for Chris Brown. Chris Brown said this will never be a hit. Mm-hmm. That ended up becoming like a number one single. And The Dream said some shit to Chris Brown like, well, now you can give me my money. Or like, since you said it would never be a number one hit, now look at it. Mm-hmm. They beefed. Trey Songz would beef with other people. Trey Songz beef with R. Kelly. Y'all remember that? Well, yeah. yeah. He beef with R. Kelly. A lot of uh, R&B cast would beef with Trey Songz. <laughs> they definitely did try Trey. <laughs> yeah. And he is known for fight niggas. So. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there's, there's, a sto- there's a story from uh, Rico Love where he was at a club with Mario. Mm. Mario you know had beef with what? Bowser. He was at the club with Mario the singer. And they are about to get in the club and... The like the security guard was acting funny. It was like a lot of shit going on. Mario was like, we should just leave. We should just go home. Mario, the singer, he was like, nah, we ain't leaving. We finna get in this club. Mario, Mario, whatever. Do braid my hair, that nigga. July Eels. So he went. They they they're watching, and they said in front of them a couple of lines that was Trey Songz, who was still very fairly new at this time. And the bouncer tried to stop Trey from getting in, and he touched him. And he was like, Trey Songz. Trey Songz. And he's like, nah, you're not getting. In. He pushed him or some shit. And Trey Songz, Fired on the nigga, like took off on the security guard. That 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 really. Bip bip bip, looking at Dukeup Dukeup, looking at. Mink mink mink. Bip bip, looking at like he took off on the security guard, and 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 Rico Love was like, after that he respected Trey Songz more because more he's literally in this interview he called Mario. He said Mario's kind of soft. He called Mario soft, and he said he said I was at the club with Mario trying to get in. Mario wanted to go home. He was like too many niggas there. All this shit was going on, and like I look up. Trey Song's trying to get in, and I can hear because they only a few, like, they're like one or two people down. Trey Song's like, I'm Trey Song, I'm supposed to be in here. And he's like, No, nah, you're not going. And the security guard touched him, and Trey wasn't going. Mm-hmm. Niggas beef. Niggas really, and niggas really, like, niggas will come at Trey Song's a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember him and R. Kelly were, like, going back and forth for a minute. Really? Yeah. Where, how, yeah. how long has Trey went, Song's been in the game? It went for a while. Since, like, 03, 04? Just gonna uh, make it. All yeah. right. Yeah. Just gonna make it. Do, 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 shawty. Yeah, it was like 0304 for sure. I thought the oh first time God, I heard, I think the first time I heard of him was that song with Nikki. Uh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah, you were about six years late. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's been, oh yeah, he's been fifteen. He's been like and he was saying years. he was coming for like R. Kelly Crown. Like he would say that. Wow. <laughs> like literally. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm coming for dude. Um, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing to say anymore. Yeah. Maybe musically he should. Musically, because yeah. you mean, know he should probably just call himself that. like you know the Pied Piper R&B, which right, is exactly. a strange title of because um, Pied Piper, Pied Piper, Pied Piper <laughs> stole children. But um, yep. <clears throat> the thing about it was Pizza they really, accurate. they really, they really were beefing, and um, I remember a comedian was like having field days with it because they were like, yeah, it took R. Kelly so long to, to get over this beef because he couldn't read. I was cracking up. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Um, the funny thing is about beef, though. I think one of the best beefs for me was, oh my god, two beefs in particular. Jay Z and Nas, because it produced Ether, which is by far one of the greatest things that ever happened in music, ever rap, especially music. No, fuck rap, music. Ether is one of the best musical moments. Period. Also, Fifty Cent Ja Rule. Yes. <laughs> That was yeah. a rough 
Well, it's not even done, so. Which, right, like, right. Fantasy will not let it go. <laughs> he restarts it every year. Every year. Like, I'm, I'm expecting him to tweet about it within the next, like, two months. Right. Like. And last it, I heard from that beef, 50 was trying. Or, was this morning? Right? Uh, he was trying to buy out all of Ja Rule's music and everything. Yeah. So, he, well, he was trying to buy the rights to Ja Rule's music. So, whenever anybody did anything or uh, in reference to his music, 50 would make money off of him. No, the last thing I heard was after that when he bought the front rows of his concert. Oh, yes, yeah. remember? <laughs> First so that nobody would be in the, in the video. Man, that shit was fucking awesome. That's some hating ass shit. But at the same time, he's putting money in genre. Yeah, but he pocket. said on The Breakfast Club, he's like, yeah, so you still got to perform. But try to perform seeing nobody in those front four rows or whatever it is, mm. you know? And then the, there's people maybe in the back, but the light's not shining on them. You can't see, and you gotta actually give it your show, like give it your all. Yeah. Well, Fifty Cent is beef with a couple people like that. Him between him and uh, uh, Floyd, Money Mayweather. Yeah. That yeah. beef was uh, was pretty interesting too. And now the he, chick that owes him money. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, Conor McGregor said that he wants to fight Fifty Cent because Fifty Cent won't stop posting memes about him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Um, well, I think one of the king of beefs is Eminem because he always seems to have a beef with somebody. With everybody. Somebody Benzino. Who is it? They had Benzino. They had um, MGK. MGK. Double XL. Cannabis. DJ Lethal. Cannabis. DJ Lethal. DJ Lethal. Clown Posse. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon slash Cannon. He hated all the boy bands. He said shit about all the boy bands. New kids on the block suck a lot of dick. Boy girl groups make me sick. And I can't wait till I catch all you faggots in public. I'm gonna love it. Vanilla Ice don't like me. This shit is just me. And when that is here, just like me. Vanilla Ice. Christina Aguilera. What's the name? Um. Carson Daly. He had a way. He had <laughs> Fred Durst. Daly, or he just said it, Carson Daly's name. Fred Durst. He, okay, the reason that he had a beef with Fred Durst and Lynn Biscuit. Yeah. Let's, let's clear this up real and quick. And ICP? He had, just, okay, just like okay all right, uh, all right, let's start here. Let's start here. He had a beef with ICP because he put, basically, it's kind of Eminem talk. He put their name on a flyer. Hmm. They was going throwing some shit. And he walked up before his shit. He found them. He was on some, like, ambitious shit. He found them. He was like, yo, I love for y'all to, you know, perform my shit that I got going on. They're like, you can't just put our name on no flyers, and they just got real mad about it. And he was like, "Well, fuck you." He kind of started that beef, but they and, and they he finished but, it as well. But but they but after that, you know, you got this unknown kid. You got these niggas. They coming out like, "Fuck some shady, whoever the fuck this guy is." This is right before he got signed and shit. Mm. I love how they're like so slim anus. He's and then he responds, "You're damn right, yeah, slim they, anus." They call, yeah, they, they call him tight. And I'm gonna get fucked in mind. Like you two flaming oh, faggots. Yeah. They called him slim anus in some type of interview. They're like, "You heard of like, Eminem and Kay, Slim Shady or something?" Just right before he dropped all his shit. They're like, "Fuck slim anus or whatever the fuck." And so he was like, "Oh, okay." And he hopped on their ass. And they, I mean, they've been good doing what they do, juggalos, whatever the fuck that shit is. But They juggle something in their show. Um, but yeah, so that's how that shit started. But the shit with the Fred Dirk shit, it started with um, Everlast. Really? Yeah, DJ Lethal. Wait, was Fred Everlast on Everlast? Yeah. The, uh, um, what'd you say? Uh, then Everlast, when you pump a leaf on his fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Give me one chance. So he was saying Everlast... Um, Look on MTV and uh, uh, see DJ Lethal talking shit about him or uh, talking about how Everlast is gonna whoop, they, uh, whoop his ass when they see him. And all right. So he, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. DJ uh, Everlast, which is for you, those of you who don't know, you know, um, um, that jump or not jump, um, jump around, uh, 
Jump up, jump up and get down. Jump, jump, jump. That is House of Pain. The lead, yeah. the lead I was rapper. Say, that's not Everlast. So. The re- lead rapper was Everlast, though. Oh, pretty sure. So pretty sure. Okay. Like more than you are sure about basketball stuff. I'm like 99 percent sure. But so Everlast, Everlast, you. It's one Everlast. Brand. It's all over uh, boxing gloves and stuff. Everlast. Which what color are boxing gloves? Red. Red, red wine. So close to me. So Everlast has said some shit about Eminem. And when Eminem was in private with, with Fred Durst and DJ Lethal and Limp Biscuit, they were like, fuck, they were, everybody was like, fuck Everlast. Fuck dog, fuck dog. That's what they were telling him. And then Eminem saw them on TV with Everlast and DJ Lethal was like, he's gonna whoop his ass. So if you guys know anything about uh, D12... There is there is a couple of songs on Devil's Night, their first album, where he's talking shit about them, and then there's a song called Girls. Girls. Why do y'all act this way? Why do y'all act like fucking bitches? You pussy keep talking shit behind my back. Is just some bitches for that, and we all know. We all know the truth. I'm fucking cowards roll. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. This is why I like Russell. Um. So Devil's Night, Eminem won that film. We're just dirty couple. Like, um, <laughs> so like Eminem, so Eminem shit with Lim Biscuit started from them fronting their shit in private with him about Everlast when Everlast said some shit about him in public so beefs though I don't think there's any greater beef we can talk about like Tupac and Big all that shit I don't think there's any greater beef than Pusha and Drake I think there's greater beefs than that yeah, I don't think that ended any- pretty quick I don't think there's any greater... That actually was a long-term beef, though. Pusha been saying shit about Drake since 2010, 2011. But nothing really came out of it until 2016. No, no, no. There's a ton of of diss records between them back and forth. They've been doing that shit for a long time. They've been doing that shit for almost a decade. Because, listen, listen, let me tell you where that started. Lil Wayne, when he was real, real drugged up and he was getting big, and Jay-Z retired. Remember when Jay-Z retired? After the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, 03. Wayne was. Oh, right the, after the Black Album? That's why he said, I uh, wonder how, what, what you would think if I didn't exist, man, fuck this, and then took his headphones off. He said, he said he was, he said in an interview, this is my last one. So Jay Z retired and then came back after yeah. three years. So after Black Album? His did, next it, record was yeah. in 06? It was Kingdom Come in 06, yes. Because he was dropping like almost a year after year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn near every Gibson. rapper that's like, oh yeah, I'm retired, comes back. <laughs> so, right after Jay retired, Nikki. Wayne Wayne was like, I'm the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Like, he was on that shit. And then, Jay said he came back. Now, mind you, this is right around the time that Wayne had dropped Carter 2. Wayne was a was working his way up from Carter 2. Wait, and, and Jay was in still Rockefeller? No, Jay was done. He was retired. No, what were was when um he was trying to be D Def Jam C or president of Def Jam. Okay, and then where where was Pusha at the, at the time? Just wait, just okay. wait. So Wayne's on this this tirade where he's talking shit about Jay. Mm-hmm. He's like Jay comes back and he's like you can't come back. We didn't. He's the exact quote was we didn't fuck bitches in your house. You're not the best rapper alive anymore. You're gone. You gone. You can't come back. Because he basically was claiming that I'm that nigga now. You gotta go. 
I'm the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Right. Now, in that, around that same period, around that same time, I don't even know if it was the same interview. It might have been the same interview. They act, you know, Wayne Bake was important really in the mid-2000s. And Wayne was like, now, mind you, Nori and and, and Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Nori and Pharrell Williams were rocking babe early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. You really they, for loop. Okay. Uh, Pharrell Williams yeah. and Nori ushered Bape in to being cool. Mm-hmm. Wayne does shit for the streets and it made it more popular. I don't know how he got the streets before Nori. Like, Nori was doing it in 2000, 2001. 99, 2000, 2001. So, they, in the interview, they asked him about him his influence and they're like like you know he's like I, you know how he influenced Bape or brought Bape in the rap and they were like but you know Pharrell was been doing this shit too and he basically said and I'm paraphrasing but he did say who the fuck he said who the fuck is following Pharrell who the fuck is Pharrell who said this Wayne he basically dogged Pharrell when he came at Pharrell he was basically like don't nobody don't nobody looking to Pharrell for style like basically was clowning Pharrell. Pusha T, who at the time is signing Pharrell, he's signing Star Trek, because you know Pharrell and Pusha and them, they all came up yeah. together. Like, them was his, Clips was was Pharrell's, he made the grind and be like, that was that was his artist, that was his, those his niggas from Virginia. Those, he brought them with him when he got, you know what I'm saying? So, he said, all that shit about Pharrell, he basically came in Pharrell hard. To this day, I always wonder if like him and Pharrell talked since then or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck happened. But like, Kim for real hard, like ain't nobody fucking for real like that. Fuck for real. It's me, I did this. Clips and but Pusha T in particular did not sit well with that. And from that very moment, Pusha T was making songs about about Wayne. It's like 06. From that very moment, Pusha T was on Wayne's ass. And then when there's a song in off of Jay-Z's Blueprint 3, mm-hmm. Stars Born. Where he's with Jay Cole, rapping with J. Cole. He said, if Wayne keep going, I pass the torch to him. Pusha T made a yeah. song within the following year. He was like, don't pass the torch to nobody without, like, basically just clowning Wayne. Like, you can't pass it. He was on Wayne's ass about being signed to Birdman, who was fucking him out of money. Like, Pusha T has been on Wayne's ass since 06 and has not let up. Drake got pulled into that because he was an affiliate of Wayne and Drake don't be going. Well, Drake do be going, but, like, Drake was kind of sticking for his nigga and shit, but. That pulled Pusha T. Like, I was on Wayne's and Birdman's ass, and I wasn't even gonna say shit about y'all because I know y'all all fake. Basically, after Take Care, when he comes out with the mob shit, you know what I'm saying, on the on the front where he has, like, the, the mafia shit where you get the candles and, the, you know, like, he's at the dinner table, all that shit. Pusha T was like, this shit's fake. Again, he wasn't really going at Drake too much. He was going at the fakeness of cash money, young money, to him. And he, there's been tracks consistently since then about them niggas. Him and Drake went at each other all types of tracks. Little shit here, little shit there. What happened last year in 2018 was the culmination of, of 10 years of shit. So, but I mean, you're still saying that it's it's not Drake push a beef that's been so long. It was actually before. But it was because yeah. Drake is affiliated with yeah. Wayne. And here, here's the thing, here's the thing. Wayne tweeted in like 09, 2010, 20, it was around that time. He was like, fuck Pusha T and anybody that love him. Cuddy, who was signed to good music with Pusha, was like, fuck, any that body, fuck anybody that hate Pusha. 
we ain't no we ain't no hoes over here. Which right, is the coldest like, thing Kid Cudi ever said to this day, bro. Because he can definitely still, that that nigga definitely stuff for his man. That bro. threw me off though because like yeah, you know you're gonna rip your guys, but it's like he he doesn't uh you don't have what's your favorite Kid Cudi rap dish? He doesn't have any, you know. I mean he's still gonna bag, but you know it's what's like, funny Kid Cudi. But then Drake went at Kid Cudi for his mental illness, so fuck Drake. You know what's funny about the Kid Cudi thing is Kid Cudi did beef. Niggas didn't really care about Kid Cudi from Wale. Fuck Wale. Kid, he says shit about Kid Cudi being dope. He met Drake. Fuck Drake. Like, niggas really came at Kid Cudi throw a lot of time. Why? Kid though? Cudi just don't ever really respond. But like, because look, look at Kid Cudi. Look what he came out. Look what he was doing. Singing the psychedelic rap. Like niggas was trying to like clown him. Like they don't, this nigga don't rap. This nigga soft wooty woo. Because he's like, doing something different. Of course, yeah. man. That's, that's human. So that's human. Right. Rap, as soon as you weirdos. start doing something different, that's when people start clowning you because you're doing something different. Right. You have to be popular and do something different for it to be cool. Right. But he started niggas. Niggas was niggas was not feeling the the the, the skinny jeans. Cuddy was the one who ushered that in. You, there are pictures in 08, 09 with Cuddy with kid music with good music people. They got baggy jeans on, and Kanye included. And Cuddy's in there skinnies with the fucking uh. With his fucking the skinny jeans and his vest on, this oh nine is a picture, circa oh nine, before Kanye was on the skinny skinny jean thing. Yeah, Cuddy did it, and like a toe-gaff cowboy. T- t- <laughs> Cuddy did it, and then Ye did it, and then Wayne did it. <laughs> Ye doing it, he was popular. <laughs> Ye doing it brought it to the forefront on some on some niggas in fashion shit. Bro, Wayne, Wayne shit. was on some some weird. Wayne shit, did it. Yo. Wayne did it, and they brought it to the. Sh- All you need is two things. Like you some, need some zebra pants. And yeah, that shit. That furry boots. <laughs> and who the rebirth album? Yeah. Like... Here's the thing. You need two. You always need two people to, when it, especially in rap, mm-hmm. and black culture, you need two people to certify something. Mm-hmm. Or to beef about it to make it uh, relevant enough to people to push it and vi- make it viral. You need a motherfucker that's not a street nigga mm-hmm. and a motherfucker that is a street nigga. Mm-hmm. Once them two merge, you're good. If a street nigga do something, it's gonna be people over here like, ugh, that's ghetto. If a, a non-street nigga, but he black, you know what I'm saying, like a middle class type of nigga or a different type of nigga do some shit, the street nigga and all the people that's, you know, in the ghettos like, oh, oh he on some white shit. Oh, yeah. But as soon as both of them meet in the middle, mm-hmm. we all doing it. Skinny jeans could not be a thing if we didn't have both Ye and Wayne doing it and that's what people don't understand that's why i always tell people of the last 15 years the most influential rappers of the last 15 years yay and wayne yay and wayne both doing different did just well yeah i guess influence influence has nothing to do with record sales Mm -hmm. drake is the most in drake is the best artist in terms of sales he's the big he's the biggest artist but he's not he's as influential. He's not influential. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a cash cow. Yeah. But you then you have people who actually influence yeah. the culture, right? The culture. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. So there are people who they sell care records. about more than just streams. Or who influence or the R. sheep. Because sheep follow easy shit. Everybody that's rapping now is a, is the offspring of Wayne. <laughs> Uzi, Thug, and everybody underneath them are offsprings of Wayne. If you don't if you don't everybody, everybody is rap. Ninety percent. If you rap into a ah. metro, if you rap into, if you rap into a metro booming beat, and you're harmonizing at any point, you're a Wayne clone. Not, not, and that's not to say anything is bad about the music that you do. It's to say that what he did in 08, 09, 10, 11, all of that shit that he was doing and singing and shit. If you ever heard single off of uh, No Feelings, which is my favorite Wayne body of work, 
Yeah, I'm single. So, Tonight I'm single. Yeah. And I ain't tripping on that. That is with, with that, Young Thug's entire style. And I love Thug. With with that with that in, in mind, where would you then place, because we talked about this before, where would you then place Soulja Boy as influence? Influence, I wouldn't place his music influence heavy, but I would place his... His, his whole persona his into the hip hop game. Not even his character. Because he's got business, people who, who his, his, in, you know. his business mindset and etiquette, I would yeah, say. Business is very, acumen. Yes, exactly. Very, very influential because you think about it, he was the first artist, especially, especially in rap, to use internet and social media to his advantage. To his advantage. And to kind of make that the the standard. The paradigm, yeah. Um, I would also say that. Um, with his dance music and his dances, period. Wait, 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 You know, that shifts different, you know. Mm, yeah. niggas, been, the, niggas been doing dance. Year. Rappers have always had dances. Yeah. The Humpty Dance from the 80s to the 90s to the two. He didn't do nothing different with the dance. Right, what he, right. What his music, what his music and what he was doing with the music and the dance and all that shit, that shit is, is irrelevant. No, I was just talking about because of his, his uh, most recent interview and how, you know, we were talking about the influence he did have on the culture and how he changed a lot and made certain standards right. in place for right. uh, future rappers to become prominent and for become sure. influential. I was just wondering how would you rate his influence as well? His influence is up there on that on that note. It's definitely up there. Like you can't take away from social the the, the fact that we have that we now stream music hmm. and that's a thing. Hmm. Yeah, Soldier Influence. Or that people can get rich and known off of just YouTube. Soldier Influence Which, that, Soulja but Influence. what um, Ye and Wheezy influence was producers, rappers, style, fashion. fashion. They changed. Like Wheezy and Wheezy, Ye and Wayne changed the way the game functions. I would say Pharrell is out there with uh, fashion and everything, but he wasn't as influential as Ye and. Um, but w- would you really say that because Weezy took on that, on that um, style and kind of furthered it? Because without Pharrell, would there really be that same? Well, Wayne was a little bit more popular, right? No, I'm saying that. But had no not Pharrell pioneered that, would we still be in the same vein as far as what yeah, Weezy? Somebody, there's always someone who influences someone else. If it wasn't Wayne, it'd be when someone it, else. It's yeah. going to be someone. Someone has to do that start. But we also said that um, previously, if Drake had not connected with Young Money, would he still be as, influ- as influential and still as prominent? But say, Probably take, not. take... That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't it, be yeah, it depends probably on the not. But, you hooked up with. But take... Uh, uh, oh, 40? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. 40 is his producer, so he already had him, but here's the thing. Drake was already doing writing and shit for Detox. Drake was already kind of de- dripping. Oh, no. He was dripping in the industry, but none of that shit made any any records. But so Drake was around niggas tr- trying to get in. He was he was on Nickelodeon. So once right. you get into the, your foot into there, you go to the right party, to the right event, you can touch people. Mm-hmm. Drake was touching people already, but Wayne heard the the, the the so far gone shit or whatever or whatever the fuck he come back to them, whatever the fuck it was. He heard one of his mixtapes mm-hmm. and flew him down to Houston and shit where he was at the time and that's how he ended up being on Young Money mm-hmm. in 0809. And if you take it like like I'm we just, said if I'm we take saying. Drake out of the picture of YMCMB he wouldn't be as big but who then 
there's no look at all of YMCMB. Nikki would probably be the new Drake, right? Wayne and then we'd have a different, we'd have a different set of standards, different paradigm, and different. I didn't know he was anyway. Okay, there would be somebody else to be groomed to be Drake currently. He's a lot bigger than what he is right now. There'd still be a difference in how the industry approaches everything. What I'm saying is that we do have these influencers who push the influence or the effect of their influence farther than most. What I'm saying is that you can't just solely attribute to a couple people is what I'm saying. Right. That's all I'm sure. saying. True. For sure. For sure. And the funny thing is we're talking about Beast and all of this makes me think about Soldier Boy beefing with Chris Brown which was a great beef in fact. They were going to fight each other. Hilarious. Wayne uh, and beef with Wayne Wayne beef with Slim Jim. A couple beef with beef with Gilly the Kid. What? He beef with be everybody. Slim Jim, not really a beef. <laughs> ah, okay. I was like Wayne beef with Slim Jimmy. Like, that was I'm random like, which, ass beef, bro. What the fuck? Which one are you? So Wayne beef with a lot of people. He, he beef with Gilly the Kid, who said he was writing for him and Birdman. He beef with Birdman himself. Eventually, he beef with Plies. Wayne beef with Plies. Wasn't that um uh the whole. Was it was it was it was it Plies when he was talking about he was a goon and uh, he was about to go into a goblin? I don't think there was a them actually beefing though. Because I know they was got like going back and forth for a little bit. Plies and Wayne. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. Did you know this? Wayne didn't go to the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> he didn't run off on the plug twice. Just once. <laughs> Man, I didn't know Wayne and the dog beef. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a you small thing, like it was like night and day, and it was like oh, I was nothing, I was nothing. But yeah, there was. Kind of not feeling each other for a little bit. Wow. Okay. That's shit. That's news to me. That's good. I didn't even know about that. Hey, T.S. Yo. Not to get off topic. You, were you listening like more detailed to when I called David? No. You David Beefing? Okay. No. I. Fuck no. <laughs> Ride or die. Um, I called him when when you left to go to your place. Cause I'm like I I started out saying. We could call him. <laughs> Alright, we can stop saying his name. What's now. up, you? <laughs> hey, okay. Hi, David. So, um, can can you uh, explain? He said, hold on. He said, hola. Oh, I thought he said, hold on. Can you explain to us what you're talking about with your, uh, what you were telling me about the rock beef with uh, Corey Guns? That's not his name. Corey uh, Taylor and. Yeah, it's okay. We're talking about beef from like, you know, when Christ was alive. So go on. But um, Cain so and Abel. I'll, I'll talk about that, but then I also have just one more thing to add. Uh, but yeah. Corey Taylor is the front man for a band called Slipknot. Slipknot. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with them. Hold on, one quick. Yeah. Hold on, real quick, David. <laughs> doing some adjusting. We're doing some sound check stuff right now. Okay. What? Okay, we can hear you now. Cool. So we were doing sound start check over. stuff. All right, start over. Okay, so two things. First thing, um, the beef between. I mean, Corey Taylor and Chad Krieger, one of Slipknot and Stone Sour, 
and then the other being kind of the bro band um nickelback they they tend to get a lot of hate because they're kind of that that band that's like uh kind of tied in with being a douchebag but um stone sour has a bunch of a bunch of hits as well as Slipknot. They're kind of really big names in the hard rock or metal scene. Uh, Nickelback has a really bad reputation, but I don't remember how it came about, but um, I think it was Chad Krieger who ended up sending kind of like the first, or uh, sent a little hate uh, towards Corey Taylor, and Corey Taylor's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but it ultimately led to um, Nickelback's frontman being like, "Hey, we're uh, we're a band full of variety, and there's no one that's more diverse than us." And then Corey Taylor says something along the lines of, "Well, it's not that hard to write a hit song." Oh, I'm sorry, dude, and, but anytime I hear anybody say Nickelback is diverse <laughs> yeah wow. I, I like Nickel- i like nickelback yeah because they're consistent that's mm-hmm. I, I get it because they're consistent it's like rage diverse. against the machine when they make the same song over and over but people still like it like me yeah but well, i don't like nickelback look at this faggot <laughs> look at this well, crap wait do we even introduce what the dude the, that we're talking one to? of the reasons why people hate nickelback so much is because <laughs> when they first started out they actually introduced themselves into the the hard rock slash metal genre and then as albums progressed they kind of they kind of pulled a taylor swift and their genre kept changing oh. so what they their actually genre? what well she was country they, and then pop yeah you know taylor swift definitely make a cha- made a change in her sound yeah N- yeah what sound like did nickelback, nickelback actually has a couple songs that sound kind of country ish yeah. Really? And yeah. it, it totally sounds completely wrong. Different from, from yeah. Their fan base that it. they did have, I don't know if they felt a little betrayed, but they're just like, you guys, I, I, I really don't understand it 100% why everybody hates them, because this is a very unpopular opinion, but their first album is actually pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, lyrically, it sucks. Musically, it's pretty solid they make top 100 um, on the billboard graphs wait can i just can we go back to the song that you said is that a real song look at no, this faggot no, no oh my god that's true <laughs> no there was a song of them look at this photograph, photograph. Yeah. and then the church is like look at this graph and then they had a picture faggot. had a yeah. picture of justin bieber and like look at this faggot <laughs> mccoy is crying right now david <laughs> well um well, yeah, um, that's so, nice. I mean, that's, that's kind of it. But that was like a year and a half old. I'd say probably the, the newest beef that happened was between Nikki Six, which is Motley Crue's right, his front man. Um, right bass player. And I believe it was the front man of Steel Panther. Which oh, really? Wow. Both are. I never heard of them. Steel Panther, Field of Steel, it's fucking awesome. Go get that album. Field of Steel? Yeah. Okay. Note it. Wait, which one? Field of Steel. For Steel, Panther? Steel Panther, yeah, hilarious album, dude. Dude, that that whole that band is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're they're one of those that like try to. I don't want to say they're they're kind of like a parody hair or 
glam band. Yeah. Whereas, they're, like, they're like what Tenacious D tried to be, but Tenacious D... Oh, I feel it. Yeah. Overdid it. Yeah. Yes. I, I would agree Are with Are they like that. a Spinal um, Tap? Tenacious... Sorry? Are they like Spinal Tap, the movie? A, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, except these... Um, Death to Everything But Metal. That's a really fun, uh, funny-ass song. Yeah. But girl, anyway, fat I... Fat Girl. Fat Bottom Girl. No, it's just Fat Girl. Fat Girl and Asian... Asian it's a faggot girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, my expertise with Steel Panther is, like, zilch. I know pretty much nothing about him, but um, I know there was... Uh, a little bit of a beef going between Nikki Six and the front man of um, Steel Panther. Yeah. But the I was actually recently watching a video. Um, I can't remember the YouTube channel, but it's kind of going over why, it, where, or why exactly is rock and roll dying? Hmm. And one of the hmm. theories that this guy had is that nobody really wants to step up step up and be the rock star Mm. um kind of it's the entertainment industry and a lot of people are just focusing a lot on the music and not necessarily the rock star type life well so i was just gonna say the guy actually said that it's more um hip-hop and rap artists that are stepping up to the plate. That's, yeah. I was just going to say, is hip hop and rap and is hip hop and rap growing exponentially? Is hip hop and rap like growing or is it right that rock now is with a bunch of new artists subsiding. where it's fans of rock and metal tend to stick with the stuff that they know right. and they yep. tend to shun Can the new guys and also people in the rock scene don't really want to step up to the plate David. and be like, David. Nikki Six or um, David, Eddie Van Halen, or you know some of these really big name rock stars. Okay, so 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 this the funny thing the funny thing about this statement, David, is probably for the, like the last ten years, I've heard rappers speak on how rap and rappers is the new rock and rock and roll and rock stars. Yeah, um, be, yeah, because there was there was there was this there what is is popular in rap is this almost kind of like underlining like anti-establishment thing that's always been big in in rap but when rap first started in the you know 79 early 80s and then carried on to the 90s rock and roll was still very much so the popular and go-to um genre you know what i'm saying so like so what happened is in the 2000s and especially in the 2010s, rappers not only overtook in sales, but their lifestyle started to reflect basically what you're saying, like the, the, the former rock star. You know what I'm saying? Like rappers became, like after like 06, 07, Ford, rappers became the new rock stars. I'm going to say that it isn't their lifestyle that, I, I don't think it's the rap style versus the rock style. I don't think it's that, the lifestyle. I think it's the appreciation of the actual instruments and what's available to people, and that's what's making one thing more popular than the other. Um, in the 70s and 80s, people more people played instruments. 
there were more garage bands around. There were more people learning to play guitar, uh, drums, bass. There were singers out there that were doing it. I got it. Now, rap is so... Anybody can be a rapper. Anybody can pick up a microphone. Anybody can uh, have, own a Sound laptop. rapper. Right. Anybody can do that. So anybody can jump into that uh, genre way easier than anybody can jump into rock now. I don't think people appreciate an actual live instruments as much as they used to. Well, here's the thing. It's here's, like playing wait. on a team versus just like one-on-one. But here's the thing, though. Rap comes, rap comes out of... I'm going to be real with you. Black people started all great American music. But there yeah. was a fraction of black people who could actually get their hands on instruments. Thus, the creation of... Rap and hip hop, because after a while, motherfucker got tired of being like, "Well, shit, I can't play a guitar or, bass. or my, I can't, I can get it in my hands on my bass." Black people always been. Okay, this has to. We have to figure this out. Black people have always been. Looks like you figured it out, right? Have always been on the forefront of everything musically, but rap grew out of out of the majority not being able to access instruments so it's not like so okay so for you to say like rap is bigger because like Wu-Tang it was because... Cre- it was cre- it was created because we didn't have access to instruments so it was, we've never been able to so i wouldn't say it grew yeah, i wouldn't, I I wouldn't say it's the i don't i wouldn't say it's the popular music because anybody can do it that's where it comes from i wouldn't say it's the popular because we never really had. We were always in the rock. We never really I, I had. I think what he's saying is that because it became easier to do um, rap than rock. Because with rock, like you said, we needed access to certain instruments to create that sound. Right. Now that it's easier to reproduce that sound, reproduce those beats, um, sample that music to make beats. You don't need a band are, anymore. You, you don't really need a band. You can just be up there by yourself. You damn near don't need a DJ anymore. Right. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, first, David was like, "This is not why you guys called me. We we're talking about rock." If, if I disrespected anybody, oh, no, 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 disrespect, no, no disrespect. This, this is good, man. This is good, good combo, David. I love it. We're gonna rip the shit out of you when no, you hang no. up. No, <laughs> no. come to your house. David and TS are gonna be like, "We're glad when you're on my <laughs> your mom's hotspot." <laughs> no, so like, really is there one one reason for? Something to exist or for something to happen. Normally, it's an accumulation of things. Agreed. And just one of the things that this guy was going over is that people in the rock scene, I, I guess a better way to uh, a better way to describe it is that people in the rock and metal scene don't tend to adapt market themselves mm-hmm. as well as as people in hip-hop or rap and that's one of the many reasons why that genre is taking off if you're talking about access to musical instruments if you're talking about like like uh, mumble rap or um, people taking off on soundcloud and people to have a lot more access to these sounds so that they can express themselves in an artistic manner i would definitely 100 percent agree with that um, but if you're just specifically talking about like marketing, putting themselves out there, mm-hmm. the rock scene has, if you talk about the actual bands versus the fans, mm-hmm. the fans tend to stick with what is old and mm-hmm. the people who 
the artists who are now of an older genre, they don't really have to put themselves out there as much because they already have that established fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. So the newer rock or metal artists, they will put themselves out there. They might be anti-establishment. They might be um, discussing ideas of, of different topics. But, I mean, I don't... In the rock and metal scene, you don't see how it used to be, mm-hmm. whereas rap and hip-hop artists have really... Step, uh, stepped up to the base and have really taken when I I don't guess I guess I didn't want to say lifestyle I just wanted to say you know whenever someone says like oh that rock star lifestyle that is that tends to Persona? you know uh, provoke yeah. certain thoughts of like oh yeah you know partying right. um, hmm. you know getting all the women like all all that other stuff like there's there's a really strong connection between the uh, rock star lifestyle and, and and thoughts that that produces in one's mind. So right. that's what I was saying is that rap, rap and hip hop artists really have taken the place of the rock and metal genre because rock and roll slash metal, although might be growing in sales, the, the lifestyle is, is dying. That's why the argument of rock and roll is, is is like actively dying is why that argument exists. David just hit me with some Russell Russell Prestody. <laughs> for real, for real. I fuck wow. with him. Yeah. So let me ask you this, David. You you spoke on some rock and roll Hello. beefs. What do you think is the biggest rock and roll or pop beef ever? Hello. <laughs> Can you hear us? Hello. Can't hear anything. Oh, he said he can't hear anything. Should be able to. Hello, can you hear us now? Yep, yep. Did you hear McCoy? No, not at all. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, Um, so we're talking about Beast, and before we let you go, I want to know, what is the biggest, to you, the biggest rock slash pop beef? I know we talk about a lot of rap beefs, but what is the biggest, like, quote-unquote, rock and roll slash pop music beef you ever seen? Or what do you think is the biggest one? So any musical beef that's not rap? That's not rap. Thank you. Toby Keith and and, oh. and his dog. <laughs> John Cena doesn't count. Dog. You can't say that. I already said that. <laughs> when, when we're talking about beefs and everything, that's getting a little bit out of my expertise. But I think one of the most... David's a lot um, more into the music instead of, like, the back... Good for David. But good for David. I, I would honestly say, and this is just because I follow the band pretty closely. Tool? But have you heard of the band Tool? Yeah. That's his favorite band. They just they just settled all their lawsuits regarding some of their album artwork, which was a, like, I don't want to say a royally mis, uh, royal misunderstanding, but they just settled their lawsuits. And after 13 years, they released their new album. Hmm. Um, 13? A lot of people, that, they have a very, very Damn. strong fan base. Yeah, they and do. there is a lot of... Sorry? Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, they do. You're right. Yeah. They have, like, a really strong fan base. And um, because there is that 13-year hiatus because of lawsuits, that actually went rather silent. Uh, those 13 years were rather silent, except a few minor tours here and there. Well, Tool also did something when um, Internet streaming became a thing. Um, 
they they kind of pulled a Metallica and they said, absolutely not, 100%. We will not be doing any sort of streaming service and none of our songs will be available through iTunes, which was the really big uh, music vendor online at the time. Well, because of all those lawsuits and everything, they were on hiatus and they did not uh, do anything with streaming and for a couple other reasons that the band members didn't want that to happen. Uh, but with this last album, they actually kind of hyped the album up by not only releasing a song, but they also released all of their music uh, for the ability for music streaming and all that other stuff. Um, so I, I guess when you're kind of, if you're looking at this business thing as like a game of chess, like they were, they were like how many moves ahead of ahead of the game because uh, when they opened all their songs up, everybody started listening to them on streaming, which actually kicked Taylor Swift off the top spot of the top 100. And for, I think it was the first <laughs> oh, time in yeah, history, Tool actually that. took the top like 10 like a month ago, um, spots of the Billboard um, just because they, they chose to release everything via streaming <laughs> and everybody started listening to it. So I know there is a little bit of a tiff between Taylor Swift fans and Tool fans because they're like, "Who the hell is Tool? The new Taylor. Why exactly Who the hell is Tool coming back? And Who the hell is Tool? I hate children. Fucking infants. All so, right. I, I would say that would probably be it. But right. Tool and Taylor Swift now. Right. <laughs> Fuck that. All right. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks, Appreciate Dave. you calling Appreciate in, man. Appreciate you, man. Love yeah, you. See you, bye. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for having me. No. Love you. See you, bye. Love okay, see you later. Love bye. you, see you, bye. Love you, see you, bye. Okay, cool. Wait till I come out of cheese, he's like you, like you, Cody. So yeah, he ex- definitely explained it a lot better than so I was going to So beef, man. Beef. Man, beef is crazy, because like, it, it's funny, the beef is just in us innately. As humans, you want to be better than somebody else. You can't take one. I, I feel like I still feel like the best rap beef might have been Jay Z versus um, Eminem. Jay Z versus Nas. Okay. Um, <laughs> His own song and shit. I also think Kurt Cobain beef with the entire industry. Nope, Kurt Cobain beef with himself. That's I feel like Kurt. Uh, I feel like Kurt, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> basically, his whole his whole persona was he fuck the industry. The all you time. motherfuckers, all you motherfuckers are just. Carbon copies of each other and pop stars. Like he's like, you motherfuckers don't do E-pop. music well. I feel like so. So that's that's that. But what? But please, <laughs> if y'all fuck with music, whether it's rap, rock, pop, R and B, whatever, please come to here, come to the Facebook group and tell us your favorite beef. What do you think the biggest beef is? You know what I'm saying? And on uh, you some things that Beethoven I, and Mozart. <laughs> they didn't probably even live in the same time, bro. They're probably a couple hundred years, a couple decades apart, I feel like. Oh. <laughs> Russell ain't some shit. How do you write the songs against somebody who's deaf <laughs> and blind? How does sign language person... isn't a deaf <laughs> How does the deaf person write a song? He that good. Well, right. That's why he make... And that's probably why Mozart would be hit, pissed off at him. Fucker couldn't even hear. It's like Steph Curry not being able to see but still hitting baskets. <laughs> With a broken left hand. Wait. Speaking of broken left hands. Fuck Drake. 
Russell hates some shit. No, we're not finna fucking do that. I know we're not finna fucking do that. We're not finna do that shit. We just did. We're not finna fucking do that. Just we're gonna do that shit over. Just did. Oh, no, we're not, we're not finna do. <laughs> Stop, bro. Please. Why do you always be on this bullshit, bro? What we're not finna do. <laughs> what we're fucking not finna do. All right. No, we, we all about to get our ass kicked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's enough broken hand. All right. So, um, <laughs> I listened to these these two guys. Uh, first, uh, shout out to um, the Usuals, um, the uh, Bronze Collective, um, the Classic Shop. Um, make sure y'all, if y'all can, go uh, support Coffee Makes You Black because um, they're still going through that whole construction conspiracy thing. Um, also... Like I said, I found a new coffee place it's on 76 and I want to say it's a Good Hope or Mill Road. Um, let me double check. I think it's Good Hope. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go look that up right now. Yeah, but it's a black-owned coffee place. Um, I want to I want to say it's Manhattan Mocha is what it's called. Yeah. Um. Uh, dope establishment, good, um, good coffee. Um, not surprisingly, but yeah, very good coffee, very good atmosphere. Um, please support your local businesses, um, and yeah, check them out. Is this, but is it something mocha? Yeah, I think it's Mat- Manhattan mocha. Manhattan that's mocha. what it's called. Is that not like latte? Because it's mostly milk. <laughs> True. Hope you keep this uh, little shout out thing going because I think it's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah man. Also, yeah. I mean, I know I don't know where we stand. This is probably off the pad of uh, like actually do an event like at Coffee Makes Black or whatever mm. but if even if we don't record there we should definitely like support them as yeah. a pod sometime yeah yeah definitely I try to um, share all the information that comes up about them in the group and on my own Facebook page just to kind of give them shout outs and stuff like that because um, the owner and his wife are really dope people um, who allow people to use their establishment for different things and they always give you the best service that they can um, it's it they really speak to the whole idea of black quality and black excellence, and I really dig them for that. So I, I'm also um, um, cheering and sending kudos to um, Lilo Allen, who runs uh, Papyrus and Charms in the Bronze Collective for um, helping with other black bu- black-owned businesses to support them in their time of need. Can I say this? Yeah. Lilo Allen, I've never met you. I've heard your name through Russell and through a lot of other people. You finna get some business from me. Yeah, that's what I, I get. Fuck with you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That sauce, I heard you got the drip. I'm coming to your spot. Don't even trip. It's gonna happen soon. Alright, you feel me? So Lilo Allen, I heard you good at what you do. And you definitely about to get some business from your boy McCoy. You yeah. feel me? And um there's also a um uh it's a what is it? Um, almost like a good neighbor movement that's going on um, through the uh, uh, the classic shop, which is rec- um, which is um, founded by um, her name on Facebook is Nicole M. Uh, but if you want a real name, you gotta go to the shop and figure out yourself. Um, <laughs> she's a dope person. She's starting this um, this kind of like good intentions um, 
little social event where they have like random card or cards that have like random things on them that are nice that you do for people and if you do three or four of them then you pass the card off to somebody else so they can do it and their cards circulate throughout Milwaukee so it's a pretty dope thing to kind of get the community involved um, to help the community itself um, so it'd be stuff like um, buy three people coffee or take some uh, t- uh, take care of someone's breakfast or um, you know things like that that are really small things but they show um goodwill and humane side of Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, so she's dope. She also runs a classic shop. They have super dope gear. You might have seen it on um, uh, The Breakfast Club. I know Tariq from uh, The Roost is wearing some of her uh, her gear and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Um, the classic shop. The classic logo. That's her stuff. So yeah. Shout out to her too. She's so uh, super dope. Super sweet. Um, she a little thug. She, she funny as hell. So she a little thug. Yeah. She really cool people. You know? um, so um, with I guess not with that in mind. Um, she makes you wait. Okay. <laughs> You're Asian. Um, That's <laughs> so um, I was talk- I was thinking about uh, uh, accountability and narcissism because um, I was listening to one of my uh, favorite uh, YouTubers uh, or YouTube duos, I should say, um, Abba and Preach, and they were discussing the qualities that make up narcissism. Um, and so some of them were like blaming others and um, kind of promoting yourself as being fairly infallible, no matter what the situation is, um, having a distorted view of reality, um, controlling the frame of conversation or the perspective to appear as the innocent person or the victim. Um, the person they named in the video was, uh, I believe her name is Amanda Seals or Sales, something like that. Seals, yeah. Seals. Kiss from a rose. Um, Amanda, please. That's funny because they made that corny joke too. Um, <laughs> both those corny jokes in that video. <laughs> both. Um, <laughs> and we hate to seal it. Hate to roll it. And so they were making the you know kind of connections between how her and a few different celebrities really have this this innocent victim mindset when it comes to whatever they do, um, and it got me thinking about just real life and how people do that. Um, <laughs> people being very arrogant, very prideful, uh, very proud. Uh, prideful is not a word. Very proud um, regarding... Man. No, it's not. It's proud. Proud is the... Saying prideful. Yeah, being full of pride is proud. <laughs> Plurals and shit. That's <laughs> being full of pride is being proud. <laughs> What's prideful? That's not a word. That's not a word. Somebody lying, bro. You got damn Google about to get about to get you oh, wrong, bro. What though? Niggas that came through said speakers as monitors and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> now prideful ain't a word. Full of pride. Prideful. Prideful is a word. It's adjective. Having excessively high opinion of oneself. Proud. So if you're proud <laughs> That's what proud is. But it doesn't mean it's not a word. <laughs> Maybe they mean the same thing. It's, what? Right, it's a synonym. It's, it's a colloquialism. Would you That's believe what that is. if Google was owned <laughs> by the government? <laughs> it's not a word. It's really not a word. McCoy, would you believe that but, if Google was owned by the government? Fucking school words, Q. All right. Hate to <laughs> obey it. Look at that second definition. Hate to learn it. What's it say? Same thing as the other one. I'm Proud. <laughs> McCoy hates some shit. Let's yeah. <laughs> all hate the conjuration. Frankie Firehose. And that is 
Mahoy hoy. Mahoy hoy. There goes the narcissist. No. <laughs> no one can speak that language except for Mahoy. I think Bixby's here. I think that's Parseltongue. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. All right. Hurry up, Francis. Even her parcel, t- his parcel tongue is in Mahoy. <laughs> All right. So, um, basically, painting themselves as the offended and not the offender, even in certain circumstances where it pretty much is all their fault, and they try to shape it to see how there's something wrong in your life into why you're reacting the way you're reacting. There's something wrong in this liquor. That's because you're drinking the, the tea and not the <laughs> It makes it white. Apple pie. So it, it kind of brought me, it kind of brought me back to when I was quite a bit younger and like really really arrogant, and so it kind of pointed me against myself. Like, yo, you used to be like super nose in the air to people and not realizing it, not realizing that I, that's what I was doing, and so it really made me think about what I was really doing, where I was at in my Isaac own uh, maturity. And, and thinking process and how I was really narcissistic about certain things, especially about things I knew and not being a, uh, able to be um, fair-minded, that word that I like to use all the time, and allowing people to speak into me because I was so, no, nah, this is what it is and this is what you need to, you need to know. The prideful thing being an example. What, what the did proud you say? Thing. Yeah. The proud thing? The yeah. pride thing? Yeah, pride? the prideful thing. Yeah. Sayings. Okay, I feel it. I thought you were using the word in the sense like, no, you just said it didn't exist. You can't use the word that you said like, didn't exist. He fucking. He was using it as an example. Mm-hmm. What I was going to ask, though, is, I mean, I think it's great that you were able to figure out somewhere along the lines that you were a narcissist mm-hmm. and you were able to fix that. How would you, I mean, it's easy to point those kind of people out, but how do you relay that information to a narcissist? Like, yo, you know you are a narcissist, right? You know what it takes? It takes somebody you really trust to be, like, really honest with you and who, who really knows you. Like, because a lot of people can be like, yo, dog, you, you arrogant, you cocky, you this, da, 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 and you can just brush it off like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know me like that, so... It, not it's not cocky, something. I'm confident. Right. I just know what I know. That shit. It's a compliment. Right. And also being in a, t- in a mindset where you're willing to accept actual feedback. You know what I mean? Um, because people have said it before, and then once, once many people who I was like really close to started actually saying it, then I'm like, oh wow. Okay. Well, what do I do? So do I know what I'm doing when I'm being this way to kind of help me get out of it? And help me learn how to be, you know, humble and be accepting and being Sit down. Um, tolerant. Because a lot of times it's not even that you have to accept what the other person is saying, but you have to be tolerant about it and realize, dude, it's okay that they have a different opinion of you or they have information that you don't have. You know what's crazy? Absolutely. I was thinking, I was thinking about this the other day, and there's one, there's like only one thing that I'm like that way, and I'm trying to see if there's a way that I can undo this, but I don't think I want to. <laughs> Here's the thing. The growth. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, the growth is uh, wait, acknowledging just, that just, there's just, a thing. Just wait, just wait. There's a, there's, there's, I'm very open to anything, and people have changed my mind on a lot of shit. The one thing I am adamant about where I be stuck on people where I be like, okay, you're a horrible human, is when it comes to people fucking people's friends, hmm. or like, like, like if you're ah. a girl, what's, yeah, I'm, I'm big on people. What? Like literally, or like sexually, listen, or like listen, fucking them over? Listen. If I have a girlfriend, yeah. she can't want to fuck one of y'all. Right. If yeah. y'all have a girlfriend, 
she can't want to fuck me. Right. If we're friends, you can't want to fuck my girl. Right. And vice versa. Well, that good. is that is the thing that is the thing that makes me think like I've had cousins and shit that was like, Well, I fucked my homies and I was like, Bro, you scum. That's a big thing for me where I'm like, that's not a that's not a that's not there's no there's no there's no gray area. You're saying while there's, dating? Because that's while, cheating. That's after during during after that's before right. all of that shit. Like I don't wanna f I don't want to before, let's say, let's say, I feel like it's different. No, oh, before, before my but but not, you but not even but that. during but this, and after. But I, yeah. understand, I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it's 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 a it's a code of ethics thing to not do it. I like, got I got it's a... DNA to want to, and it's like you know what? I got to cut this out because this is my guy girl, and this these thoughts yep. can't, can't be like, entertained. Like the, the way I feel about certain shit is like certain shit when it ha- like at this point in my life, certain shit, certain people I can't even look. Mm. Right. Like my, like my, and I don't know if I'm programmed diff- or I'm di- different than other people, but my brain won't allow me to look at certain people in a certain manner because I'm like, oh, you're with my guy. Right. Listen to Nah, that. bro, Listen. that's, and so, and so I, I understand that that's like, for some people that, that, that's not a deal breaker. But for me, that's one thing where people do that. They'll be like, well, anybody, any, we're all human and we can just, and I'm like, nope, I don't give a shit what you're talking about. You're not going to say my mind on this. If you my nigga and you fuck my, like, if, like, if you are my nigga. And I'm with somebody, and you know this person, and we break, and me and that girl break up, and you go to fuck her, you're still a scum. You're a scumbag. She can fuck anybody in this world. The least you, you can go, do you is go, you ask, go, You go back and fuck still, my ex like, or whatever, or some shit. Like, all that shit. If I fuck with her, you shouldn't be want to fuck with her. Right. I'm big on, and people be like, people be like, well, it's just life, and things happen. No. It's not. You're no. a cunt, and you're, you're a fucking scumbag if you do that shit. I disagree in one aspect. Here we in go. In one aspect. Only because if you're plotting to pussy's do pussy. so. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if it happens, I mean, human nature at its, its like very it, base You can't is, help your feelings? Not, 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 even, not even that. Because no. a lot of people get caught up in feelings and they allow those to excuse their behavior. And feelings don't excuse the thought process that you have. Um, feelings may help aid and smooth it over for you to get into some things but they don't excuse the, the, the thoughts that you have feelings can excuse the thoughts that you have because you can't don't control excuse, your right, feelings you can't or your excuse, hurt you can't excuse the actions you can you can have many of fucked up thoughts in your head yeah. but as long as you don't act upon them that's a whole different thing that's and and that's where absolutely. that's where i'm, I'm <laughs> that's what i'm because it's so a slippery slope. Don't excuse actions. It's a slippery slope, is what I'm saying. When those feelings get connected to those thoughts, they mm-hmm. usually become actions. I so okay. I had a, I got a haircut yesterday. Okay. Shout out um, all your ladies out there. Hello, Branch. hi. Um, she told me the girl that cut my hair. She said that her now husband, they have been married for ten years. Nice. Wait. She But there's more Yeah he uh, fucked up so I was like no <laughs> He met she met him when he was dating her best friend. Her best friend cheated on him and I'm just thinking all this like Do you still talk to your friend? Do you still hang out? Yeah, yeah, we're cool. My what? obviously my no. husband still doesn't like him or her, I mean and you know, I'm like, well, yeah, obviously, but this shouldn't have been the moment to see. Here's the thing, just, though. That would be. So I, get weird. I, get I, get so weird. I get it. 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 But it shouldn't have been a moment where this person. She says she asked her best friend if it's okay. Okay, that's, that's a, a good that's thing. Def- but still, that's, that's a, fucking no, weird. That's Go a, on through this whole weird. relationship. You and I would never do it. Wait, years. wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. She actually talked about it. That's a whole different. That's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. 
They're, that means that they're that, that means that they're at a, at a point. They're at some point in their evolution where they can accept that. No, 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 I don't want to have. A, I don't personally want to have a conversation about it. You just bet not fucking trying to fuck my ex. And I'm not gonna try to fuck. And I'm not gonna. But I agree with you. And I'm just saying, like, that's I funny don't know what that, that conversation kind of possessive. For me, like you're not letting go. That's that's what it kind of sounds like. Anymore. But the thing is, you don't have to be comfortable with that. You don't. And your friends, who are your friends, should be like, you know what? He's not comfortable with this. Let me not even pursue this. Plain and simple. Because that's what friends do. They they protect each other. Exactly. So yeah. and that's if that's not if that's something you're not comfortable with. No matter what, any of your friends be like, well, you no, nah, it's like, on one hand, with this, I would this say that it's kind of possessive, but I think it's more so, for me, it'd be loyalty. Not even just loyalty. loyalty. Don't loyalty. bring my past into my present. This person is my past. And if you're, we're going to still continue and, to be best friends. Right. If you are in my present, I want you to be there. She is supposed to be Over back there. there. That's she the can remain a memory. But if me. you bring her into the present, how am I supposed to grow or escape that past? I not, can grow to a certain point, but not, every time I see her, I'm going to have Not only memory, that, right? there has to be a specific re- Well, for the ones I can, in here that I can speak to that actually know you. Um, there has to be a very good reason why y'all didn't work out. Why would I put myself back in that same stupid situation? Because it'll probably be the same way because we all have similar um, thought processes when it comes to how we how we live our lives, our moral codes, and things of that nature. So why would we inter- even entertain that? Here's the thing, too. I don't care what nobody say. If this is my ex, right? Yeah. We break up a year or two years from now. You go and I find out that you've been fucking on her. My thought process is somebody that's close to you and is somebody that's linked with y'all. Like, y'all my niggas. So my thought process is going to be like, were you looking at her like this when you were in my house? Right. Now my thought process is not, it's past the fact that you went back and fucked her or did some shit with her. It's, can I fucking trust you? Because it was clearly is that six years ago, you was on her ass. Right. And you just didn't move because I was there. Right. You red-shirted you were, her. You, it's my, premature. My, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ex- you costume McCoyter. <laughs> listen, <laughs> and this, no, listen. <laughs> here's the thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. My, my, again. Premature cheating? Exactly. Everybody's not like me. Not only only that, if you, if you find out about it, that's even worse because that means you've been sneaking around. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have the balls or the labia, I guess, to approach (laughs) the person and be like, yo, hey, I know this is your, your past or whatnot. And for some reason, I'm drawn to this person. The I want to get your okay. The, the correct metaphor eh, for that one. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> lady parts. He got you. <laughs> the parts of lady that... Like the ovaries. <laughs> one who does, like... The guts. The Everybody internal got those. Balls. All right. <laughs> no, I agree with... Mc- I agree 100% with McCoy. Like, I'm always on his... I'm on his side. Like, you don't... It's like... It's kind of like bros before hoes. That's like a more layman's term. But, it, you know... At the same time, we don't... I'm trying to be more open or fair-minded, whichever one. But it's like, we... Not to breathe like, bitches ain't shit. But we don't know what the girl that cut my hair and her best friend conversation was. Because maybe her best friend was like, okay, all right, fine. Left the room being like, oh, she doesn't like me. She's that fucking hater, bitch. I'm going to, you know, like, we don't... Yeah, but we, see, the thing is... It could have been a conversation been... like, maybe the best friend came to her and was like, you know what? Um, this guy was not right for me, but on the other hand, I know you and I know him. He would be great for you and all the things that you're she, going through. You che- two will work out great. That's but she cheated that. on him. 
the best friend cheated on her boyfriend at the time. That's not that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with the two friends though. Right. That has you know nothing saying, to why do would with you the two. If, I'm just if, trying to think logically, me, like why would you cheat and then be like, hey, I think she's good for you, kind of. I'm just thinking. Listen, listen. No, she didn't go I don't, to him. Listen, listen. She went to the best friend. Listen, no, that's what I'm saying. if yeah, I, if I, girls, so. if I, <laughs> hypo, listen, hypothetically, and I'm going to stress this very much. So, hypothetically, just use different names, bro. Just use different names. Hypothetically, so if I'm with, if I'm with Nicole, okay, okay, I'm with Nicole, and no matter what, you're my best friend, right? Yeah. Okay. If I'm with Nicole, yeah, and you know I cheated on Nicole, uh huh. And you're still with Nicole. And I'm still with Nicole. Okay. If I don't, if me and you don't have the conversation, mm-hmm. I don't care what you know about what I've done, you going to Nicole after I'm done with Nicole. I can be done with Nicole. I can be like, fuck Nicole. I cheated on you. I don't even like you. I'm actually with the girl I cheated with. It's not your job to go to Nicole and, and no, form no. That, type of, that type of shit. This is where, still, this is where I feel like it's kind of immoral, and I feel like a shitty person. Oh, boy. Here we no, go. No, no, I got to no, cut, no. cut the office of friend. Here we go. <laughs> no, this is for... I'll say us, because pause, but... I wouldn't tell Nicole anything. Right. I would know... And be like, Nicole... I would talk to you. Be like, boy, you got to get something straight. Either you're going to be with this other girl, and you got to break up with Nicole, or you got to stop it out, or you got to talk to Nicole, or something... I've been in this situation. So, oh, oh, um, oh boy. when I was working at the Red and Khaki, um, there was this girl that's, that's who I knew that um, I was cool with. Nicole? And, <laughs> and her her boyfriend um, Nicole gets around. was cool <laughs> with me, so sure quote unquote. Um, later turned out he was a snake, but it was neither here nor there. Um, what happened is he would often brag about the things he would do behind her back. Now, Damn. we were cool, and I was cool with him. What I did was remove myself from the situation. So she came and asked me about anything. I don't have no, no knowledge about that. You know what I'm saying? You need to check your source, da 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 and uh, talk to dude, see what's what. That's our relationship. That's what y'all do. I didn't play any sides. I did not play um, this is what I know, this is what I don't know um, for anything because I honestly didn't want to be in the middle of anything that they were, they were having going on, whether they were together or not, because I was cool with both of these people at one point. I took myself out of the equation so that they wouldn't hate me after they broke up or if they stayed together, um, it wouldn't be awkward around us because of the situation that was going on. And whatever they had, whether they worked it out or not, they would know that I'm not that type of person. Right, okay. So you removed yourself from yeah, the situation. Yeah, exactly. And that that's that's your only, that's your only as, as a friend of somebody, as somebody's man, that's your only... Only thing you can do is take yourself out of it. Yep, all I told him, y'all, y'all in a relationship, y'all need to I talk. can't even, t- honestly, I can't even tell my man's, like, I can't even tell my man's, like, if he, you know what I'm saying, like, he doing some shit, I can be like, yo, that's not yeah. morally okay, yeah. please don't do that, yeah. but I can't, like, take his, if he doing that, I can't be like, nigga, you need to stop. Right. Your moral compass might be different than my moral compass, but I can't tell you to, like, you gonna do what you gonna do anyway. Cause we're All I can say is like, hey, bro, you are you sure? All I can say is, right. are you sure? Okay, cool. You're sure. I think in um, Cody's Barber's case, if we're going to use um, McCoy's hypothetical, even though um, McCoy is cheating on Nicole, 
and Cody is McCoy's friend, McCoy would go to Cody and be like, yo, you know I've been cheating on this girl, but you know what? I, I'm not feeling Nicole like that. You know that. But on the other hand, I think Nicole works out well with you. You have my blessing to maybe talk to her because I think you guys would work out. I think that's the conversation that was it's, had with your barber. But I guess it's we respectful, there, so but it's know. at the same time, I'm not that. I mean, maybe she's different, though, but I'm not that. He could give me that blessing. I'd be like, thanks, but the, I still can't do that to you. The thing about it is, if they've been intimate, though, that still like is weird as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Agree. Like, yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I, I don't agree with the whole situation. I think it's stupid as fuck. Yeah. I was just trying to understand why and how that. Came I don't know up. if That's we. Why. I mean, we can try. I don't know if we fully can. I don't even want. It, it's weird. If you put your dick, that's crazy how niggas be doing. I'm sorry, I don't mean, I didn't mean to like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how niggas do like smash a girl together. Like how they come in the trend on the girl. Tessa, you put your dick in that bitch. I don't want to <laughs> put my dick in that bitch. That's the, we might. Me and Tessa have been together. Been together. Sorry. Me and Tessa have been a French. Have had a friendship. I'm like a French. We were 13, 14. <laughs> no, we were 13, 14. All jokes aside, this is my man since I was 13, 14. If this man. Fuck the broad. You best believe my dick ain't going nowhere near. Even if we joked about it. Even if we was like, yeah, we can switch girl. We've done little funny joke, creepy shit like that. There's no way in hell my dick, is, my dick has never been in a bitch that T.S. dick has been in. And by the way, we not playing that game. Right. Five years five years ago, five years to, from now, today, that's not going to ever happen. Because I'm be like, did you fuck T.S.? Oh, nah, bro. That's my man's. My whole shit is... It's crazy how niggas be passing bitches around because my whole shit is built up. If you was fucking on my mans, you're not allowed to be fucking on me. You're not allowed to be, you know what I'm saying? It's a different mindset because I think our mindset as a collective group, it seems, is that women are women. Whereas the guys who pass chicks around and just fuck on them, they look at women as items. Yeah. Right. right so it's right. no different than me driving a car or you borrowing the car to drive. Right, it's just, yeah. It's different. It's just yeah. an object. And, and you're just not going to drive my car. Like, you got to yeah. be really, really, fuck all that. You know, you're not going to drive my car. I clean it and, you know, listen. Right, exactly. <laughs> who, who has the title? Who has, who has the, the title? title? Right. Even if first. I saw that, but you don't drive my car. No, all right. All right. <laughs> Other people have driven my car, but you, as my man, you can't drive my car. Other people might have driven my used, new to me, car. But you can't drive my new to me car. You don't even have your license. Okay. Franchise. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> to get past this attachment mindset, because um, that's what niggas have, like just items, as you said. Um, I was gonna say that that whole narcissistic view, and I think that's what it kind of kind of stems from, is people just have this selfish, you know, it's all about me. I can do this type of thing. Um, mindset that promotes that whole attachment mindset and that item I, um, that um, what's the word I'm looking for that um, using people ownership. as yeah not just ownership but um, viewing people as uh, object, object, um, objectification um, how they objectify uh, both women and men uh, for just what they need uh, being in this group on on uh, on Facebook in the past, I've seen that people really like just just be out here, just treating people like um, things or events or good times, and not just actually whole human beings who have souls and minds and hearts and dreams and and ambitions. 
and I've it's, been feeling it a lot lately. Like I'm seeing stuff, you know, those internet weirdos that we've been seeing. But them motherfuckers, I hate them niggas. I've been not that I'm like I want to fight everyone I see, but I used to be like a lot, you know, really full of anger. But lately, and I just realized that I've, I've been that way a lot before, like two weeks ago. But two weeks ago, I remember I was like, I realized a moment when I was like, oh, I'm really for like peace and love. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's a different feeling, ain't it? Like, yeah. like you don't seek to be. We are all like up in arms Everyone and anxious and stuff like that. Kind of thing. It's yeah. just like hug me out. No. Yeah. Like, dog, it ain't even that serious, man. Let's move on from that. And, you know, right. a lot of yeah. things become yeah. um, minuscule once you really get the big picture of what you need in your life. Except mm. my friends fucking my broad or ex broad, yes. But other than that, though, yes, I'm very, I am very. I see you're very not at peace with that shit. I'm I we understand. Peace, so now y'all know. I like how you're like. Niggas know now what the fuck going on. What? Except what? fucking my broad or ex broad. What? Or current broad. What? what? <laughs> Trying to creep me. What? Leave that nigga sleeping. Uh, straight to you and that's your kid's daddy. I ain't going to the mother's way. Put him up in that big caddy. I ain't, ain't got to worry about nobody you know, trying to fuck my bro because I'm just that damn good. 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 Uh, <laughs> so no. what do you hate? And I have millions. It doesn't matter what you hate. <laughs> what? I said, what? And I have what? millions and millions, millions of fans. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mama <laughs> for all the wrestling friends. That's The Rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Woo! All right. Yeah, uh, that's actually Flair Flair. Yeah. Well, it, it was Randy Savage. But and he is it. ugly. Didn't you see him lately? I Apparently he's got like 56 kids. I don't know the Who number. Who is this? Wait, what? Flav of Flav? Yeah, uh, how many kids? I don't know the n- exact number, but it's a lot. Over like, 10? Well, he's kind of not DMX got like 10. Attractive really. for a long time. No, right. he's got more than 10. <laughs> it just, just recently <laughs> happened. <laughs> Like he was literally, somebody found him with the actual ugly stick and beat him with it. <laughs> and gave him goats. <laughs> uh, so to kind of wrap this whole thing up, um, narcissism and narcissistic people don't ascribe to the idea of connection. And even within the confines of a relationship, um, Conflict sometimes breeds closer connection. Um, it shouldn't be the only source of that connection, but it does aid in for sure, um, for sure. bringing people together. For sure. Um, so, in order to kind of get out of the whole narcissistic mindset, um, we should strive to kind of check ourselves, um, listen to those around us who we do trust, who can give us a straight answer about <laughs> who we are as people. In order to <laughs> work on those oh, connections, God, whether they be <laughs> friendships, uh, more intimate relationships, friendships. or even, or even, or even familial, familial collect- connections with family, um, even connections in business, um, connections with with those who we don't um, have that close a relationship with. Um, we should be working on developing those connections. For sure. In order to become closer. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Also, hats, boots, belts. What? They all match, but what? Hats, boots, belts, elephants, toilets. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> hats, boots, belts, elephant, toilets, forks. Hats, boots, belts, You're really not helping your cause, though, when you said forks. Hat, oh, my <laughs> God. Really? Hats, boots, elephants, toilets, 
Microwaves. That's gonna go to the two. That's. Can I? I was. Enough. Fuck them, certainly. I'm sick of T.S. laughing. This nigga's been over here laughing for over a, over a minute. Scrape He's been that. doing this for over a minute, y'all. Over a minute. I was trying not to make any faces because Russell said, stop, stop making faces when he's doing his rap up. Do, do the really loud all caps. Do it, do it. What is it, bro? Come on. And, and, and on that note, thank Wait, you, Russell Cassidy. Fuck that story the right! Are you actually done? Are you actually There's 52 of them here! Alright, so uh, the transition. Friendship and microwaves and forks. Friendship yeah. is rare. Pretty Don't much. you hear what you know, I'm saying? You know you Friendship the is best, rare. The... <laughs> You're helping so much and you don't have to do it. That's the idea, right? That was the thing, by the way. You guys are so great. I hate that I love these transitions. This is the second week of the row. Goddamn, what have I become? What is life? This is exciting. I can't wait to rule no. the devil realm. God is in the rain. Speaking of the devil realm, rarity in friendships. Can yes. I get a that's enough? One, two. That's enough. There was a gentleman who got into a horrible motorcycle accident in which his foot had to be amputated. Oh, no, tell us more. Well, (laughs) I'm helping. The doctor allowed him to keep his foot, Okay. and this friend decided to take his foot. (laughs) He made fajitas out of it. What? He made tacos. For his friend. And then he and... He invited his friends over and fed said tacos to his friends. No mas. <laughs> no mas. <laughs> Do you guys see that South Park episode where Cartman like killed that kid's Cristo Homo. Cristo Homo. Chili Homo, no. <laughs> Agnes Deus Requiem. <laughs> Apparently, cannibalism is real. Very <laughs> unethical. Very unethical. Don't get stepped on. And um, should be illegal, but hopefully in it'll be defeated. His case. I think he did there. His he case was definitely and legal. Beat and shit looking ass. <laughs> and, yeah. Where's he from? I did. I said it to you. I didn't read it. Oh boy. You uh, wait. What? Yeah. Hold up. He got Hold me. Up. He he probably, you sent this to him. He taught me yeah. how to get people. He's probably at least a walk away. Florida. Is he from Florida? Can he be from Florida? I, I don't Can remember. I didn't read the whole article. Can he be from Florida? But. I will for sure, I will for sure, for sure post this to the, uh, Florida. because there's a whole interview that somebody had did with them. Really? And, and That's a foot. there's pictures of the cuisine that he cooked. Oh my God. He really put his foot in it. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> put his foot in this one. I guess his friends really put their foot down. <laughs> hey, what are some of you guys' favorite dishes? <laughs> guys, you know how I know I became TS? The ones that are feetless. <laughs> listen, listen. The ones that don't have legs. 
The moment look one center one center finger looking good. Toe looking good? No. <laughs> Nobody parts. Guys, guys, guys. No parts of human. No humanity. The moment I realized I became TS. Inhumanos. I saw that this morning, that article. I read the headline to my mom. Sans humanity. <laughs> what she had said Sans was. Sans homo erectus. <laughs> Wait. Are you speaking in tongues? What the fuck? My mom said, oh, that's not a good friend at all. And I said, what are you talking about? He's a very good friend. He wants to make sure that his friends are very replenished in their stomachs. Well, I wrestle like, like this, though. And I, wait, how would she you know? know if he was a good Sons. friend? She doesn't know how many spices she, he used. How many Sons what? Neanderthal. She doesn't know how many spices he used. <laughs> all 11 nerves and spices. Wait, Raisins. Wait, wait. <laughs> I gotta pee. Okay. This is episode 46. (laughs) Thank you, McCoy. I am the homie C Nova. Um, AKA, I I gotcha. (laughs) Really good this time. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter. Homo erectus. C Nova KPZ. McCoy. It's your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Macho Randy Savage, what? a.k.a. Shut up, Whitey. Listen, Shut up, Whitey, boy, a.k.a. Real McCoy, no a.k.a. Cap- Mr. Whitey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. Whitey, a.k.a. Gun Splash Guy. A.k.a. Don't Cap yeah. Danny, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because... You know where I'm at. Your bitch might be Listen. <laughs> You made my man be the shrink down. You made like shrimp. You made my man be the down. Your bitch better get away from me because we're friends and shit. What is he? What happened? I'm, I don't know. I missed that one. Because you made my man be the shrink down. Taco feet. Salmon. So Taco on uh, Come on, man. Cody. Ready. Ghost. Nathaniel, Caucasian, Casalton, <laughs> Jojo, Van Jojo, Embellishing Emily, Steve Sox, No Longer Popcorn Paul. <laughs> Where can they find you? You can find me in St. Louis, CD Record, and everything, but yes. Cash App. <laughs> As I found out yesterday, that is. A lie. <laughs> Russ, the barman, <laughs> a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Schoolboy Q, a.k.a. Gentleman R, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. Teddy Russ, Mount Rushmore. You can find me no longer eating my friend's house. In St. Louis. <laughs> well, if said friend is He's missing his engine. a <laughs> body part, you probably don't want to eat it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And also, find us on Facebook at Not Politically Correct. Find us at our page, which you, which you can like at NPC Podcasts. Twitter, please follow us at Not PC Podcasts. SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, Podcast at Frequency Deutsch, Google Play. Speaker. Not Politically Correct Podcast. We are everywhere. Shout yeah. out, sit from Brit. Uh, or, I'm sorry, a sit with Brit. Because she follows us, and we now follow her. Hey. Oh, my God.
Holy shit. I shouldn't have drank so much. If you're wondering what's going on, I drank a lot. And we're going to a Bucks game. So shout out, Bucks. Anything else, anyone? Yeah, actually. Oh I God, do. Here he goes. No, seriously. Thanks, David, for calling in. Yeah. Hey, oh, shout out, shout out David. Shout out David. For calling in. Shout out Joe K for not coming today. <laughs> Pause. Whoa, sir. Is what you had to say. Shout out TS's password being what I shout out. Is, I um, government name the coldest to ever do it. Crawford. He commits to LSU for uh, football. Jake buys eight hundred thousand dollar heart shaped ring for his own birthday. That togaf. Fuck Drake. Anyways, what are Bloods and Crips? Gangs? Oh, got it. Gang!